one of my homegirls friend zone me. <laughs> she said, "Hi, right, I'll take you out the friend zone if you can answer this question." Yeah. She said, "Why you want to fuck me?" Damn. I did not know what to say. Like anything I would have said in that moment was gonna be like, "All right, that's exactly why I'm not fucking you." I asked that question now too, as like as an adult woman. Yeah. I asked that question. Like, why do you want to fuck me? But what a shitty question. I ask. How is that a shitty question? Because it's such a because you know you, look, you know why I want to fuck Girl, you. You such look a good. Give me that ass question. Yes, you have to say bullshit Just like that. Tell the fucking truth. Why do you want to fuck? Nah, nah, look, don't, do that. don't that do that. It's mad bitches that look good. Go fuck somebody else. See, well, see that's what I'm saying. No, I want to fuck you. I want to fuck you. How the street shit goes Always stay down in the streets Ten toes See me in the club With at least six toes In my section But you who I'ma leave with though Got you to bust down AP wrist froze Passage aside On my $200,000 vehicle I know niggas probably Think we leasing those No Got them by the fleet And you're sweet like candy Your love I can't escape from But you my little secret though Well Not a secret But keep shit low I'm the man in my city Big chief on my homes Whoa Who you know got game like that What other young nigga Getting changed like that Said you done fucking with me But you came right back Cause you ain't never came like that fact. Oh shit! He took it out. Damn, all hairline strong. I, it, doesn't it piss you off? <laughs> what? Like, why do you why do you cover it? What? You have a really nice hair. Such a great hairline. Do that again. Pause. My hair. Yeah. Oh god. Like, why are you hiding that? Oh thing? my oh. god. Fuck. Mm. Oh, you got good edges, mom. Yeah, you got Fine. good edges, mom. I'm just, you know, like wearing hats, man. Are you um growing your hair out? I don't know what I'm doing with it. I'm just you have a letting it do what it's doing. You have like a Janelle Monet thing with your hairline. Like you just found what? out like what she was hiding under the Blues Brothers suit. Oh like, my god! Look what you're hiding under the hat, man. Like, but oh, hey, it's seen, a new episode. Hey, but you've but seen my hair. You know? I know, and it pisses me off every time. I, I'm yeah. repeating myself. It bothers <laughs> me every time you take your hat off for one second. Because why would you hide that beautiful thing? I'm not hiding. Hey, I just, yo. Yo. I just, <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm comfortable with my, balls, as often as, was as often as we see Maul, it is always a surprise when you take yeah. your hat off. But I mean, I, yeah, I guess so. I guess a lot of people that don't know, but Rory's seen me without my hat. Uh, my corners are fighting for their life. My corners are Simba's father at the edge of the fucking cliff. <laughs> and, and you're sitting here as the king of the jungle. Nah, but it's, it is always funny when like people see me for the first time without my hat. Mm. They just like, a lot of people think, I'm like, so what do you think? Like, this is just here and there's nothing up here? Maybe. Like, well, you can have that, but you have a shitty hairline. A lot of people have a shitty yeah, hairline right. and won't let it go. Like, yeah. I'm not one of those, but I let shit go before it let me go. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. You drop that. Yeah. Okay. You know Put that in Better help add. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right here. Bam. See <laughs> you go. You know what well, I mean? Hey, we're here. Welcome yeah. to a new episode of the new Rory and Maul podcast. I am Maul. I'm Rory. And we are back today with a special, special episode. The most specialist special. This is definitely a special, special episode. Special episode. Eddie, you got that special. This is a special, special, mm. special, special episode special. because um, well, number one. Congrats to my to my guy Rory on uh becoming a father. Yes. Yay. Thank you. Congrats Woo. to Rory. Was it wasn't that difficult? Was it that difficult? <laughs> wasn't too much pain? No. Too much pressure? No. Oh. Well, it's it's really crazy. I don't know if you know this. All you have to do is have sex. That's it. It's really wild. Congrats yeah. on the sex, Rory. Yeah. 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 You know, it was touch and go for a minute. I was like, yeah. is he getting some? Is he not getting any? <laughs> yeah, and I mean I'm I'm happy now. Everyone knows that I have had sex. You have had sex. So we do know that Rory has had sex, heterosexual sex, right? Uh, sure. Was there a doubt? I mean, you know, listen, I don't ever want to put any labels on anybody when to give them the reins. You, li- their story. you literally just you literally just labeled them. Yeah. Well, no, wh- you I- just labeled my t- child's uh, inception, con- mm. conception, inception. Well, I was it's all I, a dream. I, I, I can only I can all only, in. Well, because I, because I know. <laughs> 
But because I know you, I put that on you because I can only mm. assume that you had heterosexual sex. Yeah. To conceive a child. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, you didn't get the turkey base turn. You know what I mean? Well, where do we begin? I kind of want to begin with you guys. What? Of course, I've been hiding a child, but you guys are culprits in this. It's been so much pressure. You've all been hiding it's a child so as much well. Pr- <laughs> Rory, you don't know how many people have asked me. Zero. Via, no, DMs. Really? Oh, my God. Like, yo, does Rory have a baby? And I read it, and it's just like, I don't answer it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, just yeah. like people you don't know? People I don't know. Mm. What, do they think, don't know. what do they think you're going to answer? Be like, yeah. I, you know, they, 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 <laughs> they, they want to know, does Rory have a kid? And I'm just like, come on, mm. why are you asking me this? Um, then when we were on um, we were on tour. Yes. And then, uh, you know, your girlfriend was with us. Mm. And she, you know, people obviously saw her. Her stomach. So there was, there was like, a stomach that existed. Oh my existed. God. Like, I'm like, yes, Rory's having a baby. So, or, all right, when I was hiding this child and even during the pregnancy and when people saw her with his stomach, I did have the thought that maybe people would think, like, I'm really just one of those like suckers that's like, nah, like, it's not my kid, but. Oh, know. like Freddie Gibbs? <laughs> that's his child, first oh. and foremost. So be respectful. Um, and Freddie I, reached out to me too. He texted me. Oh, shit. What, what did Freddie say? say? No, he just, he, he thanked me. <laughs> What do you say? Oh, <laughs> I'm terrified. No, because I put like all types. I put trichomoniasis on his jacket. I didn't even mean to do that. You put a lot on people's jackets, Damaris. You do that a lot. Yeah, you are the jacket giver. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, uh, no, he just said, uh, my nigga, I appreciate you. This is Gibbs. And I was like, okay, cool. Gotcha. Well, you knew it was him because it was his. Oh, did he text you or DM you? He has a new number. Oh, okay. And uh, he said he's working on uh, movies and, you know, he's st- recording as well. So he just know. gave you a whole rundown, right? Well, yeah, was I guess he wanted me to have his number, and he saw we spoke about him. Mm. And, um, you know, so always, always well wishes to Freddie. That's one of my one of my favorite. Yes, and, Freddie. Uh, we you told him to raise his kid. No, I did not tell him. Oh, I, I didn't know. But what if his kid and Rory's kid become friends? Oh, that's true. That you could think be about fun. it. Twenty twenty three, like they're yeah, they wait, could be in the same grade. Now we can look at all the kids in the culture, and we can like let Rory's kid can become friends with them. Are we allowed to say her name? Are we uh, her I'd, name? I'd rather not. For now. Okay, we're not going to say her name. But well, I, we don't know what she identifies as. I feel like they mm-hmm. wouldn't. I feel like they would make fun of the kid whose dad stink star is on the internet. No, yo, this lady, bro, it's not on the internet though. <laughs> they wanted they wanted his baby mother to release the pictures, and she was like, "Nah, I'm not doing that." Oh, Look, okay. <laughs> honorable. Yeah. Ten toes down. Got it. Got it. Listen, I just so saw nice. a new a new. Look sex at the combo we're did. having when we can finally talk about me having a kid, and now we're oh. talking about Freddie Gibbs asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we talked about that already, and somehow we ended up back at Freddie. Somehow my daughter got in. Never mind. It's crazy. Uh, wait, wait, crazy wait. But we, were, we were talking about how we all handled keeping a secret of such large magnitude. Yes. And me like uh, was walking it that around large Dallas. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't like looking like I was raising someone else's kid. Yeah, that was. He's like, nah, nah, I don't have yeah. no kids. I don't have no kids. Like, nah, it's just my girl. We're at the Mavs game. It's the most well lit arena in the NBA. <laughs> big, big, big stomach, too. Yeah. Like, not even one you could, you know, put a big Crop hoodie top. on. But it, it was, it was, it was hard for, for, uh, for me, especially because, you know, if people heard, I don't know how they heard that you had a kid or you had a kid on the way, but it just started the influx of DMs and shit. I was just like, well, the hiding, the hiding a child thing is more for jokes. Yeah. There was no hiding. I was walking around. If you have seen me in the street nah, in the last three months, it though. I have just because I didn't put it on social media. No, everyone I mean, around me knew what it was. Even people that aren't around me that are close to me knew immediately that it, 
she existed? Uh, I mean, social media, I'm never taught. I don't care about mm. you letting social media know. But I do think that it was people that know you in real life that had no idea. Uh, well, I think that would just attest to them not being in communication with me at all. I will say having a child is similar to changing your number. Hear me out. Okay. okay sure. Here we go. We're following. Right, listen, uh, hold on now because <laughs> we're following. You got you to bring this all the way home. Because <laughs> you just said some crazy shit. Yeah, you, got, you said some crazy shit just now. It is to your point. Like people, you realize who you didn't talk to before. Okay. Okay. Because if I'm going to start telling people and I look at the last time we spoke, I didn't feel like I needed to tell certain people. Mm. It was people that I speak to often. And that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you have to mm that. Uh, <laughs> it's like when you have a new number of who's worth the time to give the new number to because you don't speak to them. Yeah. yeah, we know each other. We're associates. We could even be friends, but we don't speak. So I wasn't like adding them to the, the baby thread. My mom asks the about baby thread. your daughter every time. Well, I your mom doesn't text me, so <laughs> no. wow. like, I would have hit her. She knows, but she, yeah. she asks about your daughter all the time. Uh, I've sent any pictures you've sent me, I've sent my okay. mom. Just letting you know, my mom has all, totally all of the pictures. Um, and she says she can't wait to uh, to bite her uh, little red cheeks. Yeah, I mean. So, my mom right. is a biter. She oh, just, she means her face. That's oh. like, yeah. Okay. She, she hugs face. kids, kiss them, and kind of like just, mm -hmm. yeah. Their cheeks. What does she do? Thank you, Ma. Yeah, she does. Uh, a 1027. Any baby. Any baby. I'm like, Ma, you don't even know this, man. Put this baby down. Like, whose baby are you biting this? Mm. Mm. So um, women have an obsession with eating babies, and I don't know what's up with It you. is a little creepy. Like, yeah. like I can when just someone eat comes you up, up to your huh? kid and is like, oh, I just want to eat her feet. I'm like, huh? I mean, I feel you, but. Damaris? She has very delicious feet. She has very delicious feet. She does. Yo. What she is does. that? You've you've eaten her feet before? Yes, babies. That's what you do. You kiss them. That's not toes. what you do. I've that never is... eaten a baby's feet in my life. Neither have I. Maybe it's like a woman thing. It's, it's very it's much a, a woman it's thing. It's a girl thing. Okay. Yeah. But just like keep that shit to yourself. But why I want to eat them? Because I've been in elevators with people and they're like, she's so adorable. I just want to eat her hands. I'm like, all right, that's Whoa. weird. No, they're weird. So I'm a crock pot. That's <laughs> when Mike Tyson said it. Y'all said he was crazy. <laughs> So slow, Mike Tyson was slow cook. That was a grown ass man. Uh, yeah, so what? That person, eat her, that person was playing corners with my yeah. daughter in the elevator. That was a heavyweight fighter. <laughs> playing corners with your daughter. Yo, Mike <laughs> said, "I want to eat his kids," and then he said, "Hum do Allah." I'm like, I don't think Allah would be like yeah. okay with you. I think that was Haram right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said, "I want to eat his children." Praise be to Allah. I was yeah. like, well, I don't think Allah agrees with this. Yeah. Not my religion, but I'm yeah. just saying, I don't know if Allah is with you eating that gentleman's whole family, but um. Yeah, I mean, it's been hard not to talk about it on the podcast to some degree. Yeah. Especially when we're having kid conversations. Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah, the audience that did not know can probably listen back to a lot of episodes where, with a different ear. Yeah. yeah. Definitely like new father uh, opinions. Yeah. At so, most so how is it, how is it uh, being a father now? Like, how do you view, um, well, first of all, how do you view uh, your relationships with women? Because you have a daughter. Yeah. So I know that uh, a lot of friends of mine, once they have had their daughters, they, you know, they told me that immediately their entire like demeanor and the way that they even talk about women and look at women changed forever. Oh, no, I'm still very misogynistic. Good. <laughs> we still got some <laughs> no, soldiers. Out nothing's here. changed. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've had that moment per se, because I don't know if I've always like had some like scumbaggy view of women. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, like, I know yeah, I don't have like even down to the the J bar. I, I was waiting because, of course, with the whole Avengers, and I was like, "Oh, I, I can't wait to rap 444." And like, mm -hmm. now I see the world through my daughter's eyes. And yeah, nah, not yet. Nah, hasn't really happened in that regard. But also, I never looked at women terribly, mm -hmm. so I don't have that. But 
it does make me look at the women that I would never look at differently. Mm -hmm. Like what happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, can we go, can we find the breadcrumbs of what got you here? Just so I make sure I don't make the same mistakes your father did. Mm -hmm. So that's, Jesus Christ. yeah, I've started to look at women I would never look at. Cause now I'm curious. Did you, uh, so like, where did their parents fuck up? Wow. Did you, on, the, on the day of her birth, did you, did you cry? Oh, of course. Yeah. Was it, well, what kind of cry though? Was it like was it like Denzel and Glory when he was getting beat, just tears <laughs> dropping, but it wasn't no sound coming out of his mouth? Or was it like was it like the cry when Jim Carrey found out that Finkel was Einhorn and Einhorn was Finkel? <laughs> Can you give me an example of what that cry looks like? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't take bleach and cover myself. When she, was, <laughs> she was born. No, but you know how he was crying in the shower. Like he was like it's, big crying. It's a wild experience. It's like a outer body experience mm. to some degree. Like I, this is me. This came. From me. Yes. And also like watching the whole process because there's not much you can do. Mm -hmm. Like you're in a very helpless position as a man and you're just like yelling, breathing noises and just trying to repeat what the duel is saying. <laughs> yeah. And like, nah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> and like you almost sound annoying because like everyone in the room besides you has a purpose. Mm -hmm. So that's just a weird feeling in general. But you have like the best seats. Like I was, I was courtside while everyone else was playing. Yeah, mm, that's um, absolutely hilarious. Which was interesting, and it doesn't really hit you. I know parents are gonna lie in the comments. Like the moment you see her, everything changes. It's just the feeling of like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like I didn't have some revelation where I was like, my life is so much different. Mm -hmm. I'll never look at the world the same. I was like, fuck. That's a kid. Yeah. I have a baby now. <laughs> Yeah, it takes a while for that to set in. And it's so funny how like helpful the hospital is until she's born. And then they just like throw you in a room. They're like, yeah, there's food downstairs if you want it. Yeah. It's send send like the a, kid down and get it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like a conveyor belt. Like, okay, it's another one. It, yeah, just move on. And uh, the doctor was was amazing, but it was her job. And that was so weird to me. Like, she was so much a part of everything and so supportive and so great. And then like once she was born, it, she just moved on to the next. Yeah. Like how crazy is that, that your daily job is the biggest thing in people's lives. And then you move on to the next room for mm -hmm. the next most impactful thing that'll ever happen to somebody. Yeah. I was just looking at her like, yo, you, like, you have to be numb. We always talk about like doctors with people dying and like, how can that affect them? Like, that's mm -hmm. gotta be crazy. You have to have some detachment from shit. I saw it differently from the birth side. Yeah. Cause like we were so attached to this entire thing and she was like, y'all did great. Peace. Mm -hmm. And yeah. she was amazing, yeah. but she just moved on to the next <laughs> moment of a life. Hosp lifetime. Hospitals are very weird in that. Like even I always, I talk about it when I worked at a hospital and you get attached to the patients yeah. that are there. Like you meet some really cool patients that come from all different walks of life. They have so many different stories. And then, you know, you go to their room one day to check on them to see how they're doing. They're like, Oh no, he, he passed away last night. You like, Wait, what you do in a hospital, Mall? Yeah, I didn't know you worked at a hospital. I food and nutrition. So, uh, prescription pills. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh. That. <laughs> so, I would, like, I would go to the rooms and, like, you know, like, kind of, like, work with the nutritionists on the diet for the, the patients, what they needed to eat daily. But then you meet patients that are, like, super cool. Yeah. And, like, they're not, they don't even seem sickly most of the time. Like, they're up, they're alert, they're mm. talking, they watch TV. You know, you meet some older guys that, you know, the real New York, like, the old Italian guy, you know, they, those, they got the stories. Yeah. 
and talking sports and you like, I'm gonna go check on him today. And then you go to their room and it's like, no, he passed away last night. You're like, damn, yeah. What the fuck? You mm. know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's a whole, but then it's like, Said your food it's trash. business as usual though. Like everybody is just like, now it's a whole new patient in the room. Like, it's crazy. So I understand how you feel being in the hospital. Like, okay, I just had the biggest moment of my life and the nurses and everybody just treating it like, I get yeah. off at seven. Yeah. And they were like, all right, uh, she's born. You guys got about like an hour for skin to skin and then you got to go to the next skin floor. to skin. <laughs> like, yeah. pack all your shit up. It's, yeah. But they were great. I don't, I don't want to make this sound like it was a bad experience. They were amazing. It was mm -hmm. just so crazy how that is such like a factory line yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Like you just move on. Men don't get much respect though in hospital. And again, we don't do anything. Just but, in the hospital but, but, in life. You know, like, <sighs> I won't say the hospital, but I guess it's across the board with most hospitals. They only feed the woman. Because mm -hmm. okay. you stay for like two days. Yeah. Damn. Like you have to fend for yourself as a, you as a man. Like they, yeah. they come in, there's one person dedicated. They give you a little menu and all that shit. And like they, you know, take the order or whatever. And I, <laughs> the first meal, I was like, all right, I'll probably do like a bagel. And they, sir. Yeah. It's just for her. Yeah. It's you can just, have just her insurance. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I'll go outside. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 just the way the hospital is. It's a business at the end of the day. It's um it's work. But um, so now, how did it affect how did having a baby do you think affected uh your decision making from in because I remember when you first found out you were having a kid, mm. you told me we were we were in LA, I think. LA, yep. And I thought you was about to tell me like some terrible fucking news. You no, I'm like, just a cynical person. Yeah, you was like, yo, shh, we can holler at you for a minute. I was like, <laughs> just crazy. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Like, uh -oh. I'm like, I'm thinking my man burning or something. I'm like, yo, you need me to take you to go get some, you know what I mean? Oh, Anybody I mean, that's or something. Like, that I got type, you. That type of news, I would just walk in, yo, <laughs> clapped up. Yeah, so now like, it goes. I'm like, all right, like, what's up? And you like, yo, shh, no, you know, about to have a kid, man. And I'm like, oh, once it was that, I'm like, oh, my, yo, congrats and all that. He was like, yeah, man, you know, I just don't know how this is going to affect our business. I was like, man, don't worry about that shit. We'll figure that shit out. Well, I mean, because that is also a huge factor when you work with other people and are mm -hmm. partners with people and business with people. Because mm -hmm. it does no, take, take you. up your life like, hey, yeah, 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 I mean, no. I wasn't asking you if she should be aborted, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a sick conversation. Yo, about to Yo, have a kid. What you, you think? think I like, <laughs> because when Nah, fam, it's the pot over everything, yeah. dude. Yeah, like, what you the fuck you thought I was going to say, Rory? Yo, everybody can't go. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, including up. Like, <laughs> like uh, yo, I fall on? Nah, we still got time, kid. Uh, but, yeah, you have to think about other people in that regard. Like, hey, just let you know, like, I have a whole another full-time job now. Family. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was a conversation we, we had to have. And I found out right before I got on a plane to L.A. Mm -hmm. So I was on that flight like. Oh, man. Talk about anxiety. Talk about anxiety. That flight must have been the worst flight ever. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was just like, oh, fuck. No, but you can't turn your brain off. No, God, no. Yeah, that's there what I'm saying. No so it's like you can't, you just in a, in a cloud. Yeah. Literally. And in a blissful one, because I know people will take this as this sounds negative. It doesn't. I just think people lie about when these experiences happen because you don't really have time right away to process it to really have feelings. It's mm -hmm. just like, fuck. Yeah. Okay. How do we adjust my entire life now? Mm -hmm. Which is not an easy thought right away. Right. Like, of course, it's, it's the most amazing feeling, but it's also, all right, how do we adjust it so 
I don't ruin this kid's life mm-hmm. and I don't ruin everyone else's that I work with. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an adjustment for sure. And that's also why I kind of kept so much of it quiet because that was a process I had to learn right. more or less. Like I didn't also feel like dealing with the public bullshit because mm-hmm. you know they'll also go after everybody else oh, yeah. too, which is the, the yeah. wild shit. Yeah. And during that time, that's definitely not something, because you know the internet would not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, let's make sure this woman's pregnancy is the worst thing ever. Right. And flood her comments. And, mm-hmm. you know, the response to that is like, yo, you signed up for it. Yeah. And, no, no, I, I, did, I not. did not sign up not for you I trying to ruin a pregnancy, guys. Right. Um, so that was another reason I wanted to keep shit to the side. Mm-hmm. Figuring all this out with the pod at the time. Not, not having the internet attack someone else. Like, mm-hmm. it was, and I had to learn how to be a fucking father right? and not talk about it on here. Do you feel like uh, since you've had a kid, you've become uh, closer with your parents? Yes and no. Yes, because there's much more understanding. We're now on even playing fields, Mm -hmm. like officially. Mm -hmm. It is a nice excuse. When you become an adult and you can tell like your parents, even if it's premature, like, yo, I'm an adult. Now there's like, we are all on even playing fields. I have Mm -hmm. a kid. There's nothing you can say to me anymore. Right. <laughs> as far as I thought paying bills meant I didn't have to answer to certain things. Yeah. yeah. Now it's no. like nothing at all. Yeah. But there is some understanding to it. Um, and, you know, I, I put out a clip on Instagram addressing some of that stuff. There is a, a larger clip regarding your exact question. It is, it is odd watching your parents become grandparents for the first time too. Because mm-hmm. it's the first time they're ever doing that. Yeah as well like they may think all right i've I've raised a kid being a grandparent is not being a parent Mm -hmm. so they're learning at the same time while i'm learning and not to say that me and my parents aren't cool yeah but we've clashed in the past yeah i mean this is this has brought up some uh some clashing if Mm -hmm. you will Mm -hmm. in regards to how raising a child and the difference between being a parent and a grandparent is Mm -hmm. and on top of that i'm their kid and that's their granddaughter Mm -hmm. but it's like half their granddaughter if that makes sense of course it's their granddaughter but i'm their kid that's Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. that's half your grandkid right you don't get to have all the say Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a a, a thin line like grandparents um because it's yes they've raised the child before you mm -hmm. obviously but this is different in the sense of they're there to you know kind of in in enhance what you're doing yeah and help you along the way. Like, this is your responsibility. We, we can give you pointers. We can, you know, have conversations and help you along the way. But ultimately, you're the one that has to raise this child. They're there to just kind of, like, be the buffer for things you can't quite figure out yet. You know I, what I mean? And I was laughing with my mom, but I was, like, serious. You know, like, when you joke, but you're serious? Yeah. I'm like, Mom, you raised one kid 33 years ago. Stop walking in here like you John Madden. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shit has changed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Re- yo, relax. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. You did a great job. Love that. But that was 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Things have changed a bit. You yeah. haven't raised a kid in a long time. Yeah. So relax. Those X's and O's have changed. The game has changed. It's not the triangle offense anymore. Right. <laughs> I remember when my uh when my twin sister, when she had her uh when she had her son, my nephew, naturally that we were that's the my closest nephew because mm. that's my twin sister. So it's just a different bond there. And one of the f- funny things that we talk about is, yo, you ever going like beat him? Like if he like get out of line? And my sister's like, nah, I don't think so. And I'm like, yo, I don't think I would be mad if you did. Like it's it's weird. Like 
I got ass when was growing up and I know I needed them. Like I did, yeah. I deserved it because I was just bad. But like seeing my nephew do shit, I'm just like, yo, nah, you can't hit him. But you're supposed to, as his uncle, like be the scapegoat to get him out of trouble. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But as a, as a father now, do you see yourself hell, anything? Hell. <laughs> see what I'm saying? There's nothing. Like not even like a, li- not even do. like a little bit. This is what I'm saying. Like, so there's, to me, there's nothing my sister could call me and tell me my nephew did where I'm like, I feel like I have to yell at him. I'm definitely never going to like hit him. Like that's out. And I will be mad if my sister called me like, yeah, I just had to pop. I'm like, why you hit him? Like I'm there and that's not even my child. And like, what if, it's so weird once you get older. Cause I thought this even before um, she was born, but I, like hitting a kid, even though I was, and I was an advocate at one point. It, oh, I was it's deserved. I'm still a huge advocate. Some of it's, y'all need to ask me. It's a, a way to solve things. It's not. Like what a terrible way to just break trust as a little kid. Like yeah. some giant is just going to hit you and you hit you. It's, like, <laughs> it's the craziest. <laughs> that concept is like the most it's helpless. The shit in the world. And then like, God forbid. All right. This is crazy, right? Imagine if my daughter was in here and Baisley was in here. If I hit Baisley, y'all be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. If you hit your kid, it's like, it's cool. <laughs> she, she probably did something weird. But I just can never see a dad hitting their dog. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's next level. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's just like, yo, what the fuck? But I would feel the same way if I had a son. I, I couldn't see myself hitting my son. Yeah, I just, I just, I think that's something that our parents were, it was just handed down generationally. Like, you just supposed to like spank a kid when they get out of line, they do something bad. But I just think that there's way more progressive. Like I told you, I, the thing that hurt me more than my mom ever beating me was when she didn't speak to me for like five days. Mm, it's a long time. Same. Yo. But that's cruel though, Maul. You Yo, know that, right? That, how old were you? I was like 17, oh, 16. Okay. No, that's fine. Yo, five, no. In the same house? What you do Psychological though. warfare. I like it. I think I, I just like, I failed like two classes or something like that. And like, my mom was just like, all right, like. She hit you with the, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. It's no talking to you. Like, okay, cool. You, you know everything. Mm. Yeah. And just five days. I'm talking about, nigga, it wasn't, the stove was cold. Like, nigga, it wasn't no eating, no cooking, no nothing. Like, my mom came up from work straight in her room. Didn't say nothing. And I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. Like. I hear her on the phone in the room laughing with my aunts and all of them. I'm thinking that's like, yo, she eyes, she in a happy mood. I go knock on the door. I hear, hold on. Like, she on the phone, like, hold on. What? I'm like, damn, she's still mad. Like, wait, Jamal ain't eat either? Nah, she ate. Oh, okay. She, ate. she didn't fail her classes. Yeah, yeah, nah, she <laughs> ate. She ate. Like, we ate, but it was like, it wasn't like, I was used to uh, like home cooked meals. Yeah. Yeah. Only time my mom didn't cook is she would ask us if, we either wanted her to cook or did we feel like eating outside? Like, mm-hmm. go to a restaurant, go to, you know, somewhere and pick up some food. But when your mother's not told, when my mother's, because my mom is, is the mom that's cool with everybody. Like, everybody, people still call my mom to this day. I can't imagine your mom not, yeah. So my mom not speaking to me was the, yo, bro, that hurt. I was like, yo, you could just hit me. Like, go get a belt. Yeah. My mom's gave me a classic ass woman with a tennis racket one time. I don't know where she got this tennis racket from. I never she, knew my mom She don't play tennis? tennis? No. My mom <laughs> don't play no fucking how was her? How was her backhand? Incredible. <laughs> I was like, yo, she came out the room. I'm like, for, I'm looking like, where did you get that? She was training with Richard Williams? Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck did you get it? And it was a nice tennis racket. Mm. Was it wooden? Wooden, the oh. wooden, the old school shit. Damn. Bro, I'm talking about whoop my ass. I was I was ready to take that 
as long as she would talk to me. So I feel like there's more ways of disciplining your kids than it is like, you know, just beating your kids to me. It just seems like such a crazy fucking thing now. I mean, at this point, the kids I've seen that are older taking their phone or the screen or the iPad okay. away from them. They oh, would ra they'd rather get punched look, in the nose. That's, that's like, how you birth those school shooters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every real. school shooter, they had like iPad or like Nintendo taken. Something was taken that they really just loved. And he mm. never recovered from that. That's when they start wearing all black. Yeah. Hanging out in front of Hot Topic. Like, True. that's that's how it happens. Like, oh, mom, she took it. She took your, yeah, I could see it. Hanging out in front of Hot Topic. Yeah. That, like, just, just loitering out, in, front of, in front of Hot Topic. in front of Hot Topic. That's all they do. Hang out in front of Hot Topic. I had a split household. My dad was right. He got hit. So he would hit us. But my mom wasn't in that environment. Yeah. So it was weird. It's handed down. Because my dad would tell my mom, because my dad would be at work, he would tell my mom to like beat us. Well, and we would start laughing because she was terrible at it. Yeah, like she would like miss. We'd like roll in the bed. And she'd like <laughs> the belt. The belt would just start oh, slapping the ow. pillow. Yeah, but literally, Kendall and I, my brother, and I were just like, "Oh shit! Oh yeah. god, that'll stop it!" And then my dad would come home and fuck us up. That well. before my mom stopped talking to me, I think the reason she didn't hit me that time was because the last time she had tried to like hit me with the belt, like she hit me, and I was just looking at her like it didn't even hurt. And I See, that's, that's what you got. She was at that point where yeah, she was so just you like acting. Yeah, and then she would like threaten me, like, I'm gonna call your uncles. I'm like, all right, if these niggas come over here, they gonna <laughs> fuck me up. Like, so I'm like, all right, let's talk about this. Cause them niggas, <laughs> them how, niggas how about the silent treatment? Yeah, like, them niggas is fresh out. They did 15 years. Like, nah, them niggas ain't putting a hand on. They me. don't know how strong they are. Yeah, like I'm, <laughs> yeah, they only have one gear. We don't gotta call <laughs> none of the uncles. Yeah, like, chill, we don't gotta do that. But that was the that's the moment. It's just the yard. That's it. Yard strength. And there's no talking. They'll come right in and be like, yo, so you acting up? <laughs> and what do you say to that? No, I'm lying. Yes, I'm acting up. Like, I'm 100% acting up. It's only up. one reason why you're here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm fucking up everywhere. Yeah. So but that is something that, um, you know, like a lot of my homeboys that have daughters or have kids, like they say all the time, like, bro, I'm never putting my hands on my kids. I can't. Like, it's just, I can't do it. Yeah, that's... I. Couldn't even fathom doing that. Yes. Yeah. And I think that should be across the board for all parents. We should get rid of hitting children. We should. Now, I will say this. Maybe just like a <laughs> flick on the forehead. <laughs> Not even that. There, there needs to be something because there's some kids that I've seen out in public with their parents that they just start throwing themselves on the floor, yelling, screaming, knocking shit off the shelves, cursing. I'm just like, yo. But a lot of that comes from shitty parenting where they should oh, have parented sure. before. For sure. And then they... they were lazy and didn't parent and now it's like well I gotta hit them because <laughs> like, that fear you have to instill that fear of embarrassing your parents in your kid early yeah. like you would never even do no shit like that even at an early age because you oh. knew there was the threat of the I could get fucked up for this even if you never actually got fucked yeah. up like mm -hmm. this I know better than to do this because that's you were raised yeah. a lot of people don't they think gentle there's this whole gentle parenting thing and there's a difference between being a gentle parent and being a negligent parent like oh yeah having your kid run around or talk to you however you want without instilling some type of respect mm -hmm is how they grow up and they don't respect anybody out in the world and they embarrass you on planes and shit like that. Like, mm. So you're saying I, we, we, should, we should threaten our children with violence? Mm. No. There's, but see, honestly, if you're the type of person that... How can I put this? Um, I would. My father never hit me. I think he might have hit me once 
and it was like because I hit him, so it wasn't like <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, it Who wasn't, it wasn't any... over that. What did no, you get? It, How did it wasn't you get to like that. You he was your dad. she didn't have her left up, so I mean, it was yeah. only the natural. So my dad had a bald head. I was a kid. I was like eight. My dad had a bald head. You're making this worse. You were sparring. No, my dad had a bald head, so he was. And me and my little sister like, so he used, like it? we used to like to tap it when we were kids, yeah, oh. but like it was usually it? soft. One time he didn't see me coming because I was like following him down the stairs, and I was like. Just a kid, and I hit his head, and it was a reflex, and he knocked me down the stairs. But it was a complete. Oh, that don't count. He yeah. probably thought that was Dawson Jermaine running down on him for that money home. Like that ain't. <laughs> yeah, he didn't mean to hit. No, my father was a bit very big. Like when my mother hit me, he said, "Yo, if you or your mother or your sister ever put their hands on my daughter again, I will knock all you bitches out." Like he didn't play. Oh. Nobody could put their hands on me what? at all. What a great guy. That's <laughs> Great father of the year. Father of the anyway, decade. Anyway, don't touch my daughter, but all the women in here, yeah, I'll I would all of y'all up flying there. knee to everyone's face. Hi, <laughs> right, fam. I get it. Touch my head. <laughs> and once my daughter's past 18, then, then she's okay to hit. Yeah. Nah. Wow. That either. But what's the difference in uh because I've never had white friends that I saw like, get beat. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I've never I've never seen any of my white friends growing up get get beat. So like what is the Oh, what is Irish white ass But Irish and like? Italian kids get that's normal. They get fucked up. Yeah, but like what is your I don't like what is the what's the soundtrack though? Like what is your mom saying while she's beating you? Mm. Mm, it's not much of a soundtrack. Be- like Yeah, no that, that's probably that's probably the difference cuz Oh yeah, my mom, she was she had bars when she was beating me. Okay. Here's the biggest difference. Like mostly my West Indian friends, when they would talk about oh my being God. beaten, I was like, West Indian parents beat you like you know. You when you would, when you would share those stories, I'm like, oh, I was being disciplined. I think you were being abused. This is assault yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, this yeah. is way oh, yeah, different yeah, yeah. than my household. West Indian parents, oh God. So, yeah, it was. It wasn't the experience that I've heard from certain friends. It's you know, if there's a wooden spoon there, you catching that. Like it's, it's more of a reaction. Oh. Quick, it's not a whole experience. Like I wasn't jumped. Yeah, the way I've heard some of my, yeah. my friends were. It's like the whole family got in on it. Yeah, my mom used to take like time out. She used to call like twenty second time outs and mm-hmm. ass open, go gather herself, hydrate, and come back and commence mm-hmm. the hydrate for round back. two. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a showtime. Yeah, event. but that was yeah. also your time to like kind of like double up on like the sweatpants. True. <laughs> Put another lay on two hoodies or went, something. Went to the respective corners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I know she's coming right back. Let yeah. me put these. Let me put these long johns on. Your, like, <laughs> your sister put a quarter on your face yeah, to bring the swelling yeah, down. Absolutely. Yeah. Gave you a pep talk. I'm, I'm, I'm there was a stool. Like, it's almost over. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there. You it's good. a split decision right now. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she yeah, may, yeah. she may yeah. have to go for the haymaker oh to get the God. win. Man, me and my mom talk about some assholes now and just laugh, bro. Like I don't know what my mom was going through. Actually, I do. She was a single mom raising twins in the fucking Bronx. I get it. Yeah, that sounds like I, to I, I totally understand it. She was like, <laughs> nigga, you ain't about to be out here in the streets doing some crazy shit. I give respect to any parent that has twins. Yeah. That has to be crazy. It was, well, for my mother's words, it, it you and I'm sure you're experiencing this now as a new parent. One day you look up and you just figure it out. Mm. You know that, what I mean? That is, that is cool about just the human race in general. Yeah. Because no matter what, you feel like you won't be prepared. Who's like prepared for right. something like that? Right. You figure it out no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like there is some human nature to parenting. Like even her coming out the womb and immediately latching to eat. Like yeah. that instinct also kicks in mm-hmm. on the parent side. Like you could watch a million Instagram videos, blogs, listen, talk to parents, all that shit. Instincts do kick in. Yeah. You do know immediately 
kind of what to do at mm-hmm. all times in a weird way. So that has kind of been cool to see what like animal instincts are exist. Yeah. I mean, I'm I live in a first world country. Mm-hmm. My animal instincts don't kick it's in. Not the same. Only bar fights to the yeah, kick yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, when you know exactly. What so to do. it that's actually been cool to like see how your mind kind of just knows what to do instantly mm-hmm. when certain things are happening, even though you haven't been trained yeah. for that type of shit. But it was funny. I was in an elevator with my daughter and there was a woman in the elevator as well. And she was like, oh, oh you have to understand. I was on like the 25th floor. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a long elevator, right? Yeah. She's like, oh, she's so cute. Yeah, I have twins. They both feed at different times and they both sleep at different times. Like, no hello, yeah. like nothing. Yeah, 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 she no. just needed right to get that it. off. She, yeah. that <laughs> she off. had to get that yeah. shit off. And <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so no sleep for you, huh? Yeah. That's how it was that, with my mom. She said it was the same thing. Like when one would sleep, the other one would be up so she could feed. Jesus Christ. So it was like almost having one at a time. It wasn't always two. So you have to think about that though. You have the twin gene. I have the- but I, I have think it to. skips. Does it skip? A, I, I mean, I know it's a I, Yeah, I know what they house. say. I, I don't know. But um, the twins do run heavy in my family. I have a bunch of twins in my family. I have twin nieces and nephews. Um, so I know there's a, a great chance that I'll have twins, but whatever I have, I know I'm going to have daughters. That's just my karma. Mm. That's your karma? Yeah. Elaborate. Well, because my biggest fear is uh, my daughter's bringing home a kid that was anything like me in high school. <laughs> like, you know, like on the surface, it's like, oh, respectful gentleman. As soon as that door closed, like, yo, come on, just touch it. Like, wow, 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 You know, you know the ones that you're like, yo, he's such a nice wow, young kid, wow, respectful, wow. very wow. well-spoken. You know, just had a dog. Well-groomed, <laughs> yeah. Like, and as soon as your mom sound like she in there sleeping, he in there pants to his ankles. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just know, like, I just know that's my karma. Man. I knew Rory was having a daughter the moment he texted me. Yeah. Oh, the moment he even so did I. I but I, like, I wanted a daughter. <laughs> yeah. I when I got that news, I wanted a daughter girl dad. immediately. Yeah. Yeah, mainly, and this is this is a very selfish reason. Want? Does she want a girl as well? Because uh, I hear that mothers, like women always usually their first one, they want a boy. She was cool. it's a little easier. She was cool either way, and I was cool either way as well. But I did kind of want. A daughter, mainly because I watched my father's only sister take care of their father while all the uncles. Mm. So it was a very selfish reason. Yeah. I just see as you know the daughter as men take care of you as you decline. Yeah. Like at least I know I'll have somebody. And even my my dad had texted me when she was born. And he was like, "All right, you finally have unconditional love for the rest of your life." Yeah. And I mean, some would view that as like that's a odd text. Like, <laughs> shouldn't he have given you that? Yeah. <laughs> Should have came from you, sir. I was like, wait, I, I know. Wait, finally this, got it now, son. I didn't have it? Yeah. <laughs> That's, you mean you didn't have it to give me? Like, <laughs> dad, you never loved me. <laughs> My dad loves me for sure. He really did send that text, but <laughs> that's 100% true. <laughs> text like, wait, I didn't have it before? Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. You, he thought um, you had unconditional. No, it was very conditional. But it is a little different. And uh, you guys can have your gender wars, but there is gender definitely wars. human nature with sons and their mothers and daughters with their fathers especially oh, yeah. in the latter years of life yeah <laughs> so absolutely. i mean that's that's nice to know i don't know if damaris is going to take care of me when i'm when i'm old so she probably will damaris is your daughter probably she might put some some baby powder on your balls and give you a, give you a bath or something like that that sounds about right that's exactly what i was thinking well and hr existed that's all but funny shit is y'all are not that far apart in age like that's <laughs> at all <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why I'm like, yeah. wait, we're both gonna be old, and his daughter will be taking care of uh, oh, both yeah. of us. But how how is it? I, I meant to. I don't think me and you have had this conversation yet. But that whole that daddy daughter thing that you mentioned, mm. like it Girl gets dad. strong. Girl like dad. as you get older, like it gets stronger. Like your money no longer belongs to you. Being a daddy's girl is my favorite part of like being alive. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see Rory's face oh, on YouTube. You're you had a nepo baby. For sure. I already have, what if she wants to do nothing in Doesn't matter. Doesn't she just matter, exists. Right? She's matter. a Nepo baby. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Should have named her Nepo. Ooh. Is that how that goes? Napa. Napa would have been a good hipster name. Naming your child Napa, Napa is crazy. It's a hipster name. No. But yes, no. that 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 whole daddy daughter, like, are you ready for that? Because it doesn't stop. People say, oh, when it gets 18, it does not stop. I just asked my dad for money like 20 minutes ago. Of it course I will, but, but the nah, I had a job as, as men, we know that that's all we're on this earth for. Oh, for sure. It's just, just Do like, y'all? I, yeah. So why y'all be arguing on Twitter about splitting bills if y'all know? <laughs> y'all born with this knowledge. Why are we arguing No, but those are the, 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 the men that you see on social media arguing about paying bills. Those are guys that just, they just haven't figured it out yet. Those are usually younger guys that just like, you know. They're like, oh, what you mean? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna go half on the homie with the dub for the weed. No, they still arguing about going on half a weed. Like, them, you don't want to argue with them type of niggas. Like, but men know, like, I'm here to provide, I'm here to for security, I'm here to, you know, just make things easier for the women in my life, not just my mom or my daughter, just like the women in my life, my yeah. cousins, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that's just what we're here for. And it's not just money, it's a it's a there's a different type of uh security. Like when you're like when your dad uplifts you yeah. as a girl, like there's a different type of like I can go out into the world and I'm not afraid to fail at mad shit <clears throat> yeah. because I know like at the end of the day, I can go cry to my dad and he'll money aside. He'll be like, it'll be OK. I'll never forget one time we was out and um, it was like a group of girls that was hanging out with us. And it was one in particular that was like she was cool, but she was like more standoffish, not really like turned up as much mm. as her homegirls. So I start talking to her. Like, I'm like, yo, what's up? You all right? Like, what's going on? Like, you, you say you seem like you're a little, like, you're not feeling the vibe or whatever. And she said, no, nah, I'm cool. Like, she's like, I'm just, you know, I'm just chilling. Like, I don't really, I'm not the stand on the table, dance type of girl. Like, I just be chilling. So I said, oh, okay. I said, you got a boyfriend, huh? She said, no, I just was raised by a good father. I was like, <laughs> I said, you know what? I understood what she meant, though, in that moment. Not saying that the other girls weren't. But she was more so saying, like, I'm not going to even open the floor because we could have a conversation when women are out and they're enjoying themselves or, you know, whatever type of environment it is, you know, men know which women to approach and how to approach them. And ones that don't have fathers. And ones that don't have fathers. Yeah. Girl, yeah. You could just tell, like, it, it's y'all can, really, can y'all really tell? Oh, 100. What? I know yeah. the girl that, yo, nah. What? She will have this shit surrounded in 10 minutes by a bunch of niggas oh. that did time in the 70s. Mm. In <laughs> like, the 70s. you just know. You just know. Like, yeah. yo, like, nah. And then she, when she said it, I, was, I laughed. And she said, no, like, I don't even want to open the floor to a guy even halfway disrespecting me. Like, if I get on this table, I got a dress skirt on. I start dancing, shaking my ass. A dude come and lift my shit up or grab my ass. It's going a whole different way now. Freaking mm. So I'm going to just sit here, chill. You know, I'm drinking, having a good time with my girls, but I'm just not going to go that far because I know where it's going if somebody disrespects me. And I don't want to even open up the, the, the floor for disrespect. 
So I understood what she meant. I was like, you know what? I, that makes perfect sense. It was funny the way she like delivered it, but I know what she meant. Like, like nah, man, because if somebody disrespect me here, it's going to go a whole different way. I do think this next generation of kids may, this may be my naive prediction, may end up being a bit more private than this generation now. Because my parents didn't have social media. So I could post a lot of shit on my social media and my parents would never really see it. This next generation, even if Instagram is gone by the time my daughter is in her teens, mm -hmm. I grew up with social media. So I'm going to probably move on to the next social media app that she's going to be on. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents are just discovering Facebook. Right. Like that's not part of their world. Mm -hmm. We're going to see everything they post, no matter what. Oh, yeah. They're about to get these new kids. So I think these sneaky. new kids where everyone is like, oh, kids are going to just put everything on the Internet. I think that shit is going to change. Mm -hmm. I really think it's going to change. I think they're going to start living off social media in some degree. Because how could you get your shit off when your parents see everything? They're on the same app as you. Mm -hmm. So I'm terrified in that regard because I won't be able to see everything. But I mean, you got to. You can't have that anxiety all the time. You just yeah. have to trust that you raised your kid. Right. And still, still certain things in them, certain levels yeah. of morals and things like that. And know that, you know, some, there's sometimes there's strength in privacy. Yeah. And just don't stand on the table with your yeah. ass out. It's, it's French toast on the table. Your feet shouldn't be there too. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just not this. It's not the environment. Have fun. Like you teach of your course. kids to have fun, but be safe, be smart. Um... But you want to open up that floor for your kids to feel like they can talk to you about anything. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you want to have that dialogue like, yo, you can tell me anything now. The first time your daughter tells you she's dating. Mm. Well, we can go back to, to your point of being the nice Eddie Haskell guy. Yeah. Reference way too old. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Leave it to Beaver. <laughs> um, I've made peace with that already. When, have you? See, you could say you made peace until... No, as long as it's a safe environment, like who, like, come on, I'm, I'm an adult now. Of mm -hmm. course, my daughter eventually is going yeah. to want to date mm -hmm. and consume herself in those types of activities. Like, yeah. I'm not dumb. You going to shoot them? <laughs> if uh, it's anything but consensual and not safe, of course. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, I'm right behind you. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we pulling up. But. Yeah, I mean, Julian's you gotta got like allow them pull the trigger. Yeah. to live in that world. Because the same way Damaris was like, can y'all spot the girls that didn't have fathers? We also can spot the girls that were so sheltered and protected their entire life. Yep. And the moment they walk outside, it's like, oh, that's going to be the hoe. Because mm. she has been- That's the ones that suck it sloppy. <laughs> like they, they wow. have been so protected and, and so much under that father microscope of like, you can't go out, you can't do anything, you can't even explore who the fuck you are. And then, of course, they're going to become an adult. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to go off on their own. It's like, well, I need to experience the last decade of shit I, I wasn't <laughs> able to. Right. So that scares me more. I, I'd never want to be that father. And that girl, or even guy to some degree, has no relationship with their parents to talk about that stuff. Mm -hmm. I would like my daughter, when she becomes a teenager, to be able to talk about those conversations. Like, if there's some guy that is like you and is like, yo, he, he was in the room saying, touch it, touch it, touch it. I want to be able to have that conversation. Yeah. I, I don't, don't want to be like, yo, don't ever fucking talk to a guy, all right? No, <laughs> like, you got to see. I'm different. I'm like, That's just oh, not good parenting. That, that causes. Have, all boys have AIDS. 
Whoa, 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 God, whoa, damn, whoa, Things whoa, have changed whoa. since cooties. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, right we too. went from cooties to high eights. Eights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't <laughs> kiss them. Don't kiss them. Don't hug them. Nothing. Yeah. Just we're just big AIDS. They have AIDS, and you're the only guy on earth that doesn't. Have that doesn't have. Got gotcha. you. That's cool. Built different. Yeah. Until they're older, you be like, listen, I had to. You it's know, like that. Will instill that fear. You got the AIDS vaccine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. You got to instill that fear, like, like just with daughters, because it's just different, man. Like you know, having a boy, having a son. You know, it's just things happen and it's like, okay, my boy can defend himself. He could, you know, get out of certain situations with women because women are usually softer and just more, you know. Oh, she's going to box. I mean, well, yeah, even if they, even if you have a, a, a active athletic daughter mm. into, you know, sports and things like that, it's just, you, it's just a lot of fucked up people in this world, man. You know what I'm saying? And, then, you know, that's what, that's what we're here for. That's why men are supposed to protect provide security and things like that because you know just women are just out here sometimes and you know they're going somewhere with their girls and they think it's all good and then you have a bunch of dudes that's going in on some different type of agenda mm -hmm. and now you got to get out your bed with your boys and go shoot shit up but like, see that's this is this is this is what always confuses me when men say oh i'm so scared to have daughters because of things like that right they're so afraid of their daughters being victims but i never hear men be afraid of their son's can we, can we stop with that narrative? I understand it when women say that, but you're talking to us. I'm not, oh, but we have a podcast, so we're talking to for millions. sure. But what's good, y'all? One hundred percent, we think that you should teach your sons not to victim, victimize women. Mm -hmm. But we also live in the real world and understand that the same way we talk about there's not good fathers and daughters go out and do wild shit. There's not good fathers that don't father their sons, and then they go out and do wild shit. Yeah. So I would love to live in this perfect world where. Yes, the answer is father your sons so they don't abuse women. Completely agree. Mm -hmm. I also live in the real world. So yeah, my daughter has to keep her head on a swivel and know what time. Oh is. no, for sure. Like for sure. <laughs> I wish I lived in the utopia where people really fathered their sons and say, yo, do not disrespect women. Do not take advantage of women. Don't put your hands on women. Mm -hmm. Don't get women drunk just to fuck them. I wish we lived in a world where that existed, <clears throat> but we don't. So I'm not putting the blame and more pressure on women to say like, you have to be ready. But let's just talk about realism. I'm not gonna not get you prepared for that world yeah. because I think men should father their sons better, even mm -hmm. though I do think that. No, absolutely. I mean, that's first and foremost, father your, your kids correctly and, and raise your kids correctly. But we know that that doesn't happen. So our job is to prepare ours to always protect themselves and you know to know that they do have people behind them that support them. That Because, you know, you go out in the world and shit happens. We know that. But I'm just, you know, you've seen so many things. Like, that's why I, that's why a lot of the times where I see, uh, you know, women with, you know, men put their hands on women. That's why that shit bugs me out so much. Mm. Because I'm just like, what do you, like, how do you put your hands on somebody you, you know you clearly have an advantage over? Yeah. Like that to me, that just doesn't make. It's just the weirdest thing in the world, and we know that it comes from insecurities. For it sure. comes from trauma. It comes from a number of things. But my thing is, if you've come from a situation where you were abused, molested, or you know anything that happened traumatic as a kid, wouldn't you not want anybody else to feel that? Like, isn't uh, that to me that seems like the more more natural? Thing. Like I, I want to answer you, but it's gonna sound like I'm like saying that behavior is okay to continue on with. But 
I guess with certain traumatic experience, I guess a lot of men that hit women grew up in households where domestic violence was a thing. Mm -hmm. So I think it tends to be okay, even though it's painful to watch their mother get beaten to them. They saw it as more of a norm and like it was kind of instilled in them, I guess is what a, a therapist would say. I'm not defending any of that. No, yeah, I, I get it. I'm just trying to answer your question for podcast. Like if I sake, saw my mom being abused, there's no way. But some people internalize it different that yeah. even the rage in which they felt watching their mother get beat mm-hmm. can sometimes roll over into their relationship with a woman. And because that was so normal, it's kind of not, it's not okay, but it, to them, it's, a, it's a reaction. But, Without yeah. thinking, it may be a reaction to them because it's been instilled in them because they watched it so much, I guess. Seeing it happen doesn't mean you... Seeing it happen and knowing it's bad doesn't mean you develop the tools to make better decisions. It's just you can identify it's bad, but when that time comes in your relationship, your brain goes, oh, this is familiar. This is what I know. It takes like having discussions and meeting other people to be like, Oh, I can identify that this looks painful. It's bad. Okay. Let me see what I can do to avoid those situations. Like you can hate it. You can hate watching your mother get beat, but when it's your time and you're with your girl or whatever your relationship status is, if you don't have the tools to communicate or do something different, you're just going to revert back to what you know. It's almost even like uh, if someone has an addict parent and they know how much that destroyed their childhood, there's a high chance they become an addict because it's just kind of part of their yeah. upbringing it, it it becomes normalized even though they hate it it's still a thing and it doesn't make it right but i don't see <clears throat> i grew up in an environment where all of that shit was around me now my mom was never abused i was the type of kid a nigga would put his hands on my mom's i was gonna grab a knife and kill something but, i mean I've, I've i've met a few of your brothers I, yeah, yeah I, like don't I, see, I don't see it happening yeah no <laughs> but even growing up around drugs like a lot of my you know relatives were addicted to drugs and things like that but me seeing that, I never wanted to end up like that. Like, I remember seeing, like, some of my aunts strung out, some of my uncles and cousins and things. And I'm just like, like, this what you be doing? Like, to, to me, just something in my brain was like, I'm never going to end up like that. Yeah, just some people internalize those things differently. And even sometimes that's, as much as a aunt and uncle are very close, it can be secondhand. Someone that I think is in the house with an addict in that regard, like their, like their mother view it a bit differently. But even like my mom, she grew up, I remember she smoked cigarettes. Mm. I never smoked a cigarette. Like not one in my life. You know what I mean? Like I used to go to the store with a note to get cigarettes for my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, one day she just quit. But like, I never smoked. That never made me want to. And that's one thing my mom always said like, yo, I love the fact that you never smoked a cigarette. Even mm. with weed. I'd, I've never smoked weed in front of my mother. And my mom, and my mom smokes. Yeah. Well, Mo, you're also not an easily influenced um, person <clears throat> and you don't have an addictive personality. No, I understand that. But I feel like a lot of people don't either, though. But I do feel like a lot of people, you know, they fall into this thing where they're trying to fit in. They don't ha- they don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Like they have like an identity crisis type of thing where they're trying to figure out, do I like this? Do I not? Do I want to be like this? Do I not? To me, I remember early, it was just certain things that I just was like. Nah, I don't want to do that. Like that it was uh, it was Nancy Reagan, right? 
It, well, it was Nancy Reagan. <laughs> it was. She I showed you the way. Yeah, yeah, and when she put the egg in the pan and yeah. was like, this is your brain on drugs, yeah. I was like, that, I don't want that, my brain That really impacted yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't want yeah. that for my brain. That's what made you go vegan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nancy yeah. Reagan made you go yeah, vegan. <laughs> absolutely. So it, it was just, I remember from early, man, it was just certain things. I think that I was just like, I, did, I didn't want to do that. And mm. that was just always been my mentality. Like, if I don't, if something is just not me, it's not for me, I don't care how many other people's doing this. Like, no, it's just not my thing. Um. And we, we can close the child conversation, but I do want to end it with, <clears throat> you will be faced with way tougher questions than the stuff we just discussed. Things you never thought you had to answer in your life, you have to answer kind of immediately. Like, what's your stance on Santa Claus? Mm, uh, how do you feel about the tooth fairy? You better yeah. not ruin Santa. <laughs> don't ruin Santa. I've never, I don't uh, know. How yeah. do you feel about the tooth fairy? Like, how much are you putting under her pillow? And with inflation? Yeah. yeah. I like you can't put a quarter under that. At least five. You got it. Five dollars. Five bucks. You yeah. go I was going C note. Yeah, you got it. C note. <laughs> damn. Boy, get money. C note. The whole yard. Damn. Just put a mic stand under her pillow. <laughs> it was. It's, it's, it's and my daughter doesn't sleep. I would wake her up immediately if I tried to take a tooth under her pillow. It's fun to <laughs> yeah. see kids that still into that though. Like seeing my nephew still like into the tooth fairy and things like that. That's fun. It's kind of like okay, you still believe in that. I think my niece just. Got the news broken to her, I think. Damn. That I think so. My mom real? called me about it a while ago. I think she kind of, she's really smart. And I think she kind of figured it out like on her own. Mm -hmm. And she was like, eh, it's whatever. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, thanks mom and dad. Like she was like more grateful that her parents were doing I think you have to let kids have that. Because yeah. that, that promotes uh, an imagination. It, it, to me, it promotes creativity and things like that. So I think that Santa Claus and things like that. Uh, now, as you get a certain age... I'm going to say, I, it has to be a younger age that you cut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at what age could you have used Google? Well, that's the thing. She's smart enough to, <laughs> yeah, she could have Googled. Because I feel like I believed in Santa at an age I probably could have Googled had I had Google in a computer. Well, mm -hmm. somebody has to insert the seed of doubt before you Google it. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Like, if, if I just know that the color red is the color red, I'm not going to Google, is the color red really red? You're not going to do that because you know it as facts. Somebody has to implant that seed of mm. doubt. But I was also like a weird, inquisitive kid where I always wondered, still believed, but I was like, how does, how does Santa do all that? Mm -hmm. I, if I had Google at that time to my disposal, I'd be like, how does Santa bring presents to everyone? Knowing that and then I'm sure the first Google search would be like, yo, that shit ain't real, bro. Yeah. And then there'd be a whole Reddit page and be like, you should join QAnon. And it's like, <laughs> now you're somewhere you never even intended, up, intended to go, right? So that's almost what scares me with holidays of like, what if I send my kid down a rabbit hole on Easter mm -hmm. <laughs> that they don't need to be in. <laughs> that's, that's and then they end up with Freddie Gibbs oh and his stink god. star. Oh my god. Wow. I actually freestyled wow. all that. Wow. No, I see what you did. Full circle. I like that one. That, that was freestyle. Well, we are, we are happy for you. Um, I know I, I'm speaking Brought for me, together, but I know right? everybody here agrees. <laughs> Watching you uh, become a dad has been a very beautiful Super experience. Happy. Yes, we, we love it. We Daddy. smile every time we see you. We all love her. Um, we all have our own relationship with her. And she's, she's an amazing. I'm her keeping the ginger gene alive. Oh Big my god! Gene. Yeah, the fuck you so are. All you fucking gingers Holy out shit. there, do your part. I'm here for the cause. No, she, I, you I definitely, did it. You definitely continued the you ginger did that. gene, you bro. Did that. Yeah. We know that's your baby. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's yeah. no denying you, the peppy. <laughs> There's no denying big peppy. <laughs> Yo, the fucking daddy, the doctor. Because I didn't think she was gonna have red hair. <clears throat> the doctor said as she was coming out. Like midway through. Like, no, that's not blood. 
I was gonna say that. Looks <laughs> looks like dad's beard. Ah! <laughs> <was> like, nice. <laughs> you took a peek. <laughs> I mean, I was watching. Yeah, did you look? So did you look? Did you like see yeah. the of course. You didn't think I wanted to watch my daughter be born? I would have passed. Did you film it? You'd have passed out. I would have passed the fuck uh, out. no. We I have a bunch of photos from the side angle. Sick. Like not the vagina. Sick. Uh, side I, stage. I thought you had Ed and set up the whole production. Yeah, I thought you wanted me to. Yeah. Well, we'll put that are, on. Are these the same cameras? I thought that was our Patreon. I had a laugh mic on. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was our Patreon. This and week. it was like, no, could you, could you put the mic close yeah. to her face she, so she can like. Can she count real quick? Yeah. What Patreon is slate? Like, you got slate Slate? What Patreon tier would that content be? Jay-Z. Oh, pass the Jay-Z. Definitely five dollars. Yo, you're kind of a sick fuck if you want to watch. Dinner with Jay. You I don't know. think that's sick. I think that's a very beautiful thing. We should put watching a helmet birth? cam on Rory. Watching birth? I watch live births all the time. That, that GoPros yeah, shaky yeah, shit. Yeah. Just yeah, put Rory on the side. Just Rory's <laughs> face is his reaction. Dad cam? Yeah. Gotta do the dad cam. But well, congratulations, man. Um I'm I'm, I'm I know that you've been keeping that to you and your family for a while. And now that you know you let everybody know that. You are indeed a dad. Um, it's been it's been dope to watch yeah. you transform into a dad. Thanks, I mean, when you were a young, wild little lad <laughs> running around with wood jewelry on, and now you have a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful baby girl. So not much has changed. Yeah, not much has changed. It's just but, better wood jewelry. Yeah, not much has changed, but a lot has changed. So congratulations, God bless, man, and you do have a beautiful, beautiful family. So. Outside of having like a child, also have an album. Also, <laughs> which is another child. Another it's been child. a it's been a it's been a weird week. It's been a year, it's been a year first for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just had to use my kid as a rollout. Well, I, um, that's sick. Smoke. No, but, it's um, not. Using the kid as a rollout. She doesn't have a job. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I see. We put a give us something. To if do. we family, like you got to yeah, carry yeah. your weight over. Carry here. your weight. I get it. I understand that. Um, but Demaris is, something- is just telling me now what it's like to be a girl dad, where you have to pay for fucking everything. Yeah. Let's bring some attention to my album, sis. Mm. Should have made it right. Is she gonna be the calling art? your daughter sis is crazy? <laughs> That's family. Is she gonna be the artwork? That is family. That's first link family. <laughs> Bro, no, she's not gonna be the artwork. Link. No, she's not gonna be the artwork. We were family off first link. First link. Now that I think about it, me and my daughter were family off first link. Uh, yeah, like that first That's, night, like we was, no, nah, was cool. No, nah, for sure. Like, like now, nah, you like you family. Yeah, your life is. Yeah, yeah for, sure. <laughs> for life. <laughs> your life is. That's that's forever. Now nah, we vibes. But um, <laughs> I could tell you just like me. In the face, <laughs> I can't wait for people to like see your daughter to understand how funny that is. Like once they see her, it's it's obnoxious. It's, obno- it's obnoxious. It's of how crazy. much she looks like me. It's crazy how red she is. Like I don't get mad. <laughs> like she's like red. Yeah, like when she gets like mad a- and she starts shaking, she turns like beat. Well, like her eyebrows the- get super red. Yeah, it's like the baby from The Incredibles. Yeah, and I used to like hate when people be like, "Oh, she looks so much like you." To in general, when I'd be like, yeah, that's someone's kid. Of course, it's going to look like them. My daughter is like an no, exact replica. Looks just like you. It's, 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 it's hilarious. It's funny. Like she just me. She gets yeah. frustrated. Like, like I birthed Faces, yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so you birthed the album. First of all, congratulations. How do you know my flustered faces? I had- <laughs> You're literally flustered all of the time. I had, Usually um, with me. <laughs> I had the uh, privilege of hearing this album 
for at least a year and a half. Yeah. I want to say at least. Things have changed. Well, though. no, no, no. Because you added some songs. Definitely added some changed, songs. You changed some some of the production on certain songs. For sure. You added some things. So it's, I've heard the shell of an album for yeah. about a year and a half, two years. And if they didn't take it from me, that would have continued. Yeah. So now uh, the album is finally done. Yeah. It's out. The album is finally out. Congratulations. Go stream that yeah. shit. Go stream that shit. Run, uh, run the numbers up. up. Fall run asleep up. to it. And like I told you before, the last time when I heard the, uh, the final... Uh, version of the album. Uh, it's an incredible, incredible album. Incredible mix of different types of songs. You got uh, verses on there from rappers that I never thought I would hear. Rhyme on certain types of production. Um, the R and B is amazing. The features just mix well. Uh, this is a really thought out, uh, curated piece of work that you did, and I'm I'm proud of you because oh, I know this is something that you really like worked on diligently. And oh, of course, you're a perfectionist, so you even if you hear something and it's dope, you sit on it for about two three days and then pause, and then you come right back and like, no, nah, I want to change nice. this, I want to change that. No, I mean having James Fatsoroy on your debut, like. Is I would say the definition of bare minimum. Yeah. Him, absolutely. Him, Himothy, absolutely. <laughs> Men of him, like because yeah, you could have. That's you, that's really like you could have gotten Stevie Wonder. So you know, <laughs> what I mean, it's just like you damn, know, you James could've. will do. James wow. will do. just getting Jay Alec and James Fonteroy. Just yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, no, flex. no, that's. Listen, Did you even try on this project? Yeah, like you, you, you lived up to the bare minimum. Bare minimum. Lived him. up to that. So this so, is this is. Uh, I want to thank you for at least keeping the bare minimum thing going. Yeah, you know. Don't do too much. Never Just too some, much. Some local artists that do things for everybody. Yeah. Good job, right? So what other artists are on the album for people who have not downloaded it yet? Uh, well, Download that shit, idiot. Sorry. As he said. And I guess buy it on iTunes. Do whatever the fuck you please, please buy at it. this point. We're poor. Thank you. Go ahead. Um, I haven't worked Wait. on this uh, part of the press run yet to give like that pitch. Yo, May 26th, available everywhere on all streaming platforms featuring Alex Osley. Hold on, I need to pick up like the, the track. List. Alex Osley, yep. James Fauntleroy. <laughs> Ari Lennox, Jay Electronics. Conway uh, the Machine. Conway. Reason. Fonte. Fonte is on there. I, I got know. Fonte on my first project. Ever. That's hard. And you know Fonte is my favorite artist of all mm-hmm. time. That was the coolest shit ever to me. Yeah. Like everything else... Is what it is. I'm a James Fontenroy stand that kind of like made my life. That would be like having a whole feature yeah. to me. Like yeah. that's how much I love it James Fontenroy. But having Fonte on the project was honestly like 13 year old Rory was like really, was really geek. proud. He was geek. <laughs> it's funny. 13 year old Rory was extremely proud of himself. I remember when you got the uh, <laughs> the James Fontenroy verse back. We were uh, shooting. When you were being pissed on. Yeah, I was being pissed on that day. We were yeah. in, the, in the sex dungeon. No longer on Patreon because Patreon Sorry. took it down. That was such great. Is there anywhere we could put that? We can't put that anywhere. I Can we it. put that on YouTube? No. If no. you send me money, I'll send you the link. We definitely can't put that on send YouTube. Send it to my cash no, app. We can't. I mean, I would have Don't to blur most of it. <laughs> Our content. You said what? Uh, yeah. How much of that could we put on YouTube? I would just have to blur most of it. We could do like a one-time dollar ninety-nine fee on OnlyFans just for that. That's sick. And like that entire thing. Like we, we should start an OnlyFans. Seriously. We could just put the raw footage, no pun intended, on OnlyFans for a dollar just for that specific video. But anyways, yeah, Maul was getting pissed on in a sex dungeon. Yeah, and you walked out. You were like, <laughs> and I was yo, like, "Yo, I got James, James sent his verse." <laughs> I'm like, yo, but this beautiful young woman is peeing everywhere. Like, this is great. And you, hydrated woman. Yeah, that. no, very hydrated. Wasn't um, yellow pee. No, no. And, and you walked out. Um, so I know you was happy to get that. That was a, a super dope move because we all know how uh, how James doesn't just work with any and everybody. And he's very, uh, you know, kept to his his circle of people that he works with. So that was a, that was a big move for you. Yeah. And I mean, I don't really know how we should uh, go about this on our podcast because 
did slash doing a press run. And those are weird, man. I'd rather talk about doing the press run here rather than give you my press run answers on this project. Yeah. Was it amazing for 13-year-old Rory to have Fonte on the project? Of course. Do y'all give a fuck? No. No. So let's talk about how awkward I am during press run. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, though, to see you actually doing a press run about music, though. It's cool. Because usually you're on the other side of it. Usually you're working with an artist that is on a yeah. press run or you were at the label putting together press run shit for the artist. Now you're actually putting out a project. So now you have to promote it and you have to go to these different outlets and talk about the project. But it is actually cool having the lens of watching so many press runs to go into one. Mm -hmm. Like, I already know what's going to look corny, look weird, like look very press runny. Even like the people that I picked for the press run per se, I didn't want to go to everybody. I wanted to do what I thought would be impactful conversations where I would have a different conversation with each person. Mm -hmm. So like, tell me tell me what the process with Bink was like on the outro. Like right. I knew that can only go so far, especially with the audience now on YouTube. Like they don't care that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. So it's been fun, sort of. Let me start with playbacks. For those that don't know what playbacks are, ugh. I'm not going to co-sign Julian's ugh, even though I feel it internally, because I am appreciative of Playbacks. For those that don't know, playbacks are you get on Zoom since COVID. You used to do them in person. Mm-hmm. Now, no matter what, they're on Zoom and you have, it could range from seven people. In some cases, it's 20 people. Yeah. And they're all from different offices, whether it be New York, LA, Nashville, Atlanta, and it's the DSPs. Mm-hmm. And you play them their album in hopes that they will support it. They introduce everyone from each department Mm -hmm. and you kind of run through that entire thing, which I am extremely appreciative of. And I do think people care about them, but boy, are they the most awkward fucking things ever. One, the sound is insane. Mm -hmm. No matter what they've tried to find ways to do plugins, all this shit. Everyone, the sound is, it doesn't, not going to do nothing. It's just, it's it's Ali can't figure out how to make a playback work. It's trash. It's trash. (laughs) It's always trash, which is all like weird to begin with, Mm -hmm. especially when like with an album like mine, where it's mostly live instruments and like, Mm -hmm. you can't hear certain shit and you don't want to come across as that guy. Like, Hey, did you, do you hear the chime on that one? Did you hear the triangle? Cause I know you can't. Right. (laughs) You're right. Right. Then there's the awkward position of, you don't know what beat everyone is on because it's just a an array of zooms. Everyone, it's like the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. And you play the record like, hey, this is this record. And then it starts and one person is on the one, one person is on the three, mm-hmm. one person is on the two, one person is on the four. Damn, that's yeah. Someone has a lagged Wi-Fi. Yeah. So they may be on beat, but they still look like they're on the one. Yeah. And you're just looking at faces off something that you've like worked on forever. Yeah. It fucking tears. And they're at their desk and they are busy like, they have shit going on in their life and their job as well. And I'm sure that an email just came across their shit like, yo, playback, need you here. Mm-hmm. They don't know who it is. Yeah, they no. don't care. Mm-hmm. This may even interfere with their lunch. They were going to have an hour lunch today. <laughs> yeah. Now they have a 20-minute lunch because they have to sit at their desk and watch some guy go, so for my next record, <laughs> yeah, it's the weirdest process ever. But it's necessary. But it's a nece- I'm about to say it's a necessary. Oh, and I, and I appreciate... Apple, Spotify, everyone that I've done that with, I yeah. do appreciate it for real. Like I'm not shitting on that process. Just the awkwardness of it mm-hmm. is literally, it's unbearable watching someone listen to your shitty audio on Zoom mm-hmm. 
and they can playlist you. Right. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. It's great, but but again, it's a necessary thing because you do have to get people to hear it, and um, you do want it to get it playlisted. You do want you know people to support the project because you work you worked hard on it. Yeah. So you want people to appreciate it, but um, I think that you know this 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 project you put together, it's easy for anybody that's a music lover to enjoy it. It's a it's an easy listen. It's a dope listen. Um, it's a lot, a lot of good music, good lyrics. It's just, you could tell that you really took time and didn't just put something together because you wanted to put something together. You really took your time with it and you cared about the music and the product. And then it's a whole full thing. It's not just something you slapped together. Everything was very thought out, very meticulous, very like attention to detail. Mm. And I, as somebody that just like shit like that, I appreciate that. And I appreciate that. Can I ask you guys a vulnerable question? I love when you ask vulnerable questions. Do it. Okay. I did not A lot of feedback her. I've oh. gotten wow. from people within the industry that I've sent it to. Not like to artists or friends or people that like I, we have music conversations all the time type of shit. You know, you have to do your due diligence and send the shit out. You have to be like, you, you want to listen to my project? Like yeah. you have to do that, that bullshit. Mm -hmm. I've gotten back a word that has kept me up at night outside of my daughter's uh, crying and cluster feeding. It's refreshing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say mid. They should have said mid. <laughs> nah, but I, I understand. Get where, I, I get where they coming from. Refreshing? Nah, I get where they coming from. We're doing a different type of rollout at this podcast. No, I'm, no, no, I'm doing no. my press run when we no, have no, 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 no. Let's don't have real that. conversations no, 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 here. But don't do that. No artist ever talks about when they send their project to the industry world and they get back certain adjectives. And I, artists, you can lie so on your you press run. So you mad about that? I felt weird about refreshing it. Refreshing sounds like a beverage. No, but it's right. refreshing. Refreshing can okay. be a new thing because like when sprite? I hear. But refreshing is not a, a re refreshing is from from how I'm taking it. Refreshing means. Yes. Yeah. Thank exactly. God. This is something that I could actually. This is new. Enjoy. Yes. Get into. It doesn't sound I appreciate like everything this. else. It is. Yeah. Like to me, refreshing is like this is what I've been waiting. It's like when you're in a hot ass room. And finally, somebody turns the AC on. You're like, gives, oh, gives you brisk. God. It's like, no, it's just it's like, brisk. yes, this is what I was looking for. This is what I've been wanting to hear. So refreshing to me is a great thing. If you guys told me refreshing, I would feel really good about it. Go because on. of our but when you're doing the industry back and forth with certain people, and I, I they're family. <laughs> Refreshing fam. Who told you but refreshing? Almost it sounds like no more than one person. That's why I'm like, is this the is this the new word? That's is this the new, the new uh, word, hey, yeah. it was sequenced well? Or maybe it was just refreshing. Like, is this is refreshing that new buzzword? You know, in people the don't want to repeat themselves of? though. They probably said that like this is the new word. We don't want to sound like everyone else. Let's say something different. It's refreshing. No, but I don't want y'all to put that. Who else? Who else do they think was refreshing? <laughs> that's where I'm well, at that's in what, my that's head. What, that's what you should ask. <laughs> You should have asked that. Like, what That's other a wild you... question to ask to someone. I would have said, when was the last time you heard something refreshing? When, when was the last artist that you were? I've been on both sides. Ice Spice. <laughs> Actually, Ice Spice is a refreshing in some degrees. She is, yes. I, I would say she's refreshing in a good way, no? Well, you it's a different it. type of sound within the quote-unquote pussy rap female era. I, I think it's refreshing. I think it's new. So there you go. But so you are ginger latte. 
ginger latte. You are pumpkin spice. That's ice spice. You're pumpkin spice. <laughs> that's all. That's all the labels are trying to tell you, Rory. I'm, when Halloween comes around, exactly. that's what it feels no, like. No, this is your time. I don't know. I, and I'm not going to have that conversation with someone that I just have an industry relationship with because I've been on both sides. So I'm grateful that people would even listen to it because I know how busy people are and I know mm-hmm. the times people have asked me to listen to music yeah. and I just wanted to but didn't have the time to. Mm-hmm. And me even giving feedback is tough sometimes with the schedule. So yeah. I'm so appreciative where I'm happy with refreshing but it my mind wanders at 2 a.m. like, so what did he mean by refreshing? Yeah. No, it but has to be the new industry work. It's uh, it has to be that's the new. Your, that's your industry brain like taking over right there. Because <laughs> you like yo, that's a sensitive artist. This brain. is the new. This is the new industry term. Like they don't they hate it, but they don't want to say they hate it. Like this is their way of letting me down easy. Like or did they even listen? Probably not. Ooh, because I used to do. I would. You, you refresh me when I was the label, and when they would have to solution me. I would. Oh my god, I wouldn't listen to ninety percent of them. Which, honestly, I would not be offended at all again because i've been on both sides if i sent it to someone and they did not listen to it no, like I, i'm totally fine no i would be offended. i was only mad at you that one time i listened to <laughs> i listened to the album though what are but, you talking like, about like in that world no if, if they listen to it great if they can support it great mm-hmm. but if they don't i don't take that personally Listen, just you, have to, you just, just have to trust and know that you just put don't together. call my shit brisk. <laughs> That's <laughs> brisk not what they said. But you just have to. First of all, as a music lover, as a person that appreciates good music, it will be hard to see the track list, see those features and not listen. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, like as, if you're a music lover, if you're somebody that knows like, damn, like Alex Isley, like sing her ass off. You know, what I mean, Jay Elect, he don't rap no time. No, but nobody other than Jay-Z. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, okay. And then you have all these other Conway. Like, well, let me hear this ain't a Derringer beat. Like, who did, like, you understand what I'm saying? It's just a different, it's. Gold Link, who's been pretty low. Yeah, like, like, you, like you would be yeah. inclined that like, you have to know what that sounds like. Because these you have names and features and artists that you usually don't hear from. And if you do hear from them, it's quality. Yeah. And this is cool because it's like in its true sense, a collaborative project. Like, you're not inviting them on a track and just letting them run rampant with like you're helping with the writing in most of the cases like your your influence is in the writing and the production so it's it's from a curiosity uh aspect alone i think it's incentivizes people to check it out because this is a really accurate insight i think to you as a person and reflects who you are so a lot of these records i'm like oh like this is i can hear Rory saying this in conversations we've had and it's cool that you were able to sequence that and put it on a production that matched that same energy. Mm-hmm. So, so refreshing. It is refreshing. <laughs> but it, it's refreshing in the sense that it's like, like you said, you, Jay does, Jay like doesn't do verses like he did no. for your album. You see what I'm saying? So like, so it, it's, it's a refreshing take on an artist that we haven't heard this kind of music from. Mm-hmm. Does refreshing have replay value? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. Hell yeah. No, I know my album does. Yeah. I'm just, I'm only focusing on the word refreshing. Yeah. My album, I know is cracked. Don't I, run, I run back to refreshing. That, so. that album is incredible. And I stand by it. Can I read? Uh, but, can I read um, Don Cannon's report card on it? <laughs> of course, Don Cannon's report card. What do you yeah. think Pitchfork's going to give it? Oh my gosh! I don't mean this in like a, a shot or anything. Does Pitchfork still? Yeah, they do. Put out. Reviews? Remember they've ice. They've rated ice. By oh yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Um, I doubt they'll review it. I don't think I'm in their their cool. I'll hit them up. Realm. 
I want so, some content. We'll make sure they review. So uh, I would like to. <laughs> I would like Pitchfork. All right. I don't know if we'll be able to do this. This is just me spitballing in person. Anyone that reviews my album on Patreon, I would love to have you come to our studio and talk to you about the review. Where does Anthony Fantano live? He could come in. I, come on. Here's the thing. I know everyone thinks he's like culture vulture, hate him, all that. I emailed it to him. He's great. I think he's cool. I emailed him the album. I don't know if he's going to review it. He's turned my, me down on like five Emotional Oranges projects. Yeah. But... <laughs> After um after Maul gives you Don Cannon's report, I do want to ask you a question that about as far as your contributions to the album because I know you think it's press releasey and you don't want to do press releasey stuff here. Doing it with Ebro, your, Bootleg Kev, I everybody. Get that, but this is your biggest platform, and our fans need answers to. This is a press run, low key. Like like, <laughs> but I wanted yeah. to have the I wanted to have the fun, converse, <laughs> the fun we, conversation. We will. The real one. We will have the fun. We will. Conversation. Yomi that, came with me to, to Ebro. Like, yeah. It, but it's still a question. It's still your young. biggest fan base. And like, they what, deserve the answers to certain questions. What was Don Cannon's report? Maul? All right. So Don Cannon, we're, you know, this is the Generation Now versus Rory and Maul group chat that Rory and I. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know who named it that, but we're, 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 <laughs> Probably it's, like, it's like the Avengers of, versus the fucking Marvel guys. I don't know. The DC comics. I don't know. But, uh, so Don Cannon says his report card it says favorite song, sobering thoughts, enough, don't go, the Golden interlude and surrender. Overall thoughts. This is solid. This is a solid offering. Surprise Conway wrapped on that beat. The artist selection is dope. Replay, a lot of replay value in this, Rory. Overall, a B plus. I'll take it. Why is she laughing? He's, he, because he said this is a solid. You know when people say it's a solid effort? Like. But you, all right. If no, that came from anyone offering, else besides. effort, offering. Don Cannon, can you read what Lake said afterwards? Because that will sum up Don Cannon's. Report. He card. said, wow, this is a game changer. This nigga don't even, this nigga doesn't even like himself. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that I will take a solid effort, quote unquote, from Don Cannon any day. No, and listen. Because <laughs> he had, does not like himself. We've had some 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 great conversations off the record with uh, Don, Don, and he doesn't like shit that we deem our classics. So for him to send an actual report card and offer those words. That's dope. That caught everybody in the chat off guard. Like, what the fuck? Like, and he, when I put it in the chat, he listened kind of like right away and was giving feedback as he was listening. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh shit, this shit ain't even whack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so again, that's, 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 I don't, that's I don't find that offensive no, at all. That's coming from Don Cannon. That is absolutely like, damn. That's like when your dad never hugged you. <laughs> wow. And then like you do something good and he gives you like the, he punches you on the shoulder. It's like, he loves me, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just our way of like, yo, he actually listened and he likes it. Because Don Cannon don't like anything other than Jeezy and fucking uh, Lil Wayne. And I, I know he listened out of friendship. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's like, oh, shit, this is damn all right. My bad. I yeah. didn't know this was good. No, I told I told you when I listened to it, yo, listen, it's an easy listen. You, you could just put it on whatever you're doing. It just matches you're going to find something on there that just suits exactly what you're doing at the moment. It's amazing cleaning and cooking music. Well, I'm a, I'm a person who likes to have like an amazing cooking. It's a good drive record too. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good drive yeah. album. If you're you on a nice little road trip. It was fucking the Rory's album. Yeah, it's been on in the back. Yeah. Oh no, y'all are going to have kids to refill. No pun. Yeah. Yuck. Refill. You guys have to join me just based off refill. Join me where? Just that alone? <laughs> missionary. That's missionary music for sure. Yeah, I don't that's know if, made missionary. I don't want to know if I want to be missionary while Conway rapping though. 
Might have to, that's when you switch positions. No, once, just refill. Just yeah, keep it on repeat. <laughs> just when you. Once con comes, like you're trying to conceive. Yeah. Um. And again, I don't want to to press run it because like it's not. I would love to tell the Conway story. Oh, that yeah no. But that's funny, though. Also, side note, I saw a tweet that said, why all the Griselda beats sound like oh my God, a, a grand funny. piano falling down the stairs? <laughs> and then they, like, had evidence of every... It was, like, six or seven songs in a row with just, like, the rolling piano. I mean... It was, it was pretty funny. That shit works. That shit, it does. It does work. <laughs> I'm about work. to say, like, yeah, they, they ushered in a whole different... Well, not different, but they brought back a, a genre of MCing and rapping that was, like, missed. So, I mean, I get it. have jokes, but... That Derringer loop beat. I love it. So we were in Engine Room. You were with us. Yeah. Conway. And there was, there was a bunch of people when they were just listening to a bunch of records. But like once everything dispersed, Conway, Conway and I had another session and had another session the next day. But he came up to me like once people had left. He was like, bro, why you, why you sending me that beat? And I was like, wait, I thought he was ready to kill me. Damn. <laughs> Like, I thought he was offended. Yeah. And he was like, nah, everyone just sends me fucking, like, these diet alchemist beats. So they try to sound like Derringer. And, like, mm-hmm. I would have done the verse for you because I fuck with you. But yeah. when I opened it, I was, like, actually excited to rap. Like, no one had ever sent me something like mm-hmm. that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the type of win to me. But that's, but I, you know, I, you know how I feel about Conway. To me, he's, he's such a... Uh, just a different type of rapper. He's he's he pays attention to the real pen pushers, the real spitters, and I understand why he would say that because he listens to a lot of different type of shit. Yeah, and he was like, he's like, I'm actually excited to cut this. Yeah, like I really want to do this record rather than like. Uh, and he got yeah, off. He got a shit yeah, off. Yeah, crazy. Heard that? Kind of, yeah, that is like he got it's a like a Drake that. verse with all the fucking photo captions. Like I've had those photo captions in my phone for like a year. I can't wait to. <laughs> Throw them shits out. And even like when I did the Apple Music playback, you know, typically they tell you to do the one with like the craziest names. And of course, Conway is a, a big name, but Hablo Brown is one of my favorite groups, but up and yeah. coming still. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be one that you play. That was by far the one that everyone was like, this is it. We love this, yeah. this record. And oh, when I was making that old. shit with Hablo, I was like, this needs a, a really weird feature. And it's mm-hmm. not someone that gets like, Having Gold Link on the album is incredible. We could have put Gold Link on that song, but Gold Link's been on those type yeah, of beats. Like yeah. he's in that dance world. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I need to put Griselda on this type of shit. Yeah, this is what is needed right now. Not, no, it, it's it the most typical fucking thing ever. No, it meshed. It meshed really well. I was kind of when he played the beat in the studio. I was like, I wanted to see what he was gonna do, and then he automatically <laughs> caught it and started going off. I was like, oh nah, this is that's how you know Conway is just a dude that just loves music. Anything mm-hmm. that's good music. He doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't feel out of place listening to something like, yes, we know him from this sound and we know him from this type of content and lyrics. But when you're a writer and a creator, like you want to push yourself to do different things and show people that, nah, I could do that too. Don't yeah. don't discount me. Don't count me out when you hear this. I'm like, nah, we can't send that to come. Nah, send it to me. You'll be surprised. And I think the people are going to enjoy that one. It's refreshing. So, Rory. Always refreshing. To answer that, to answer the question. <laughs> I refresh makes this. <laughs> What makes this your album? Like, what did you, you don't have to go through it and the, oh, I had an idea when I was laying down in my bed at 7 a.m. and it was raining. Like, you don't have to go through all that. But tell us what makes this your album. What did you do? Because a lot of 
I see a lot of comments on social media like, does Rory rap? Does he sing? Does he produce? So please just quickly tell us. I know you only want to do the press one thing. What it is you do. What Rory how do. How you made this album. I had a worse. hand in every single record as far as actual production, arranging, uh, as Ebro put it, which I would never take that, but it's the best way to put it. Quincy Jones, like, I'm not touching every instrument, but I'm certainly arranging every single song. I've let drummers go for an hour and then pick every part I liked off that hour session to make a drum loop. And then from there, all right, I think I hear strings on this. Let's make this the string section. I want the strings to sound like this. And mm-hmm. coaching people through that process it's, is producing to me. Roy Rubin? I no, R. not Diddy. Quincy, not Rory Jones, not no, no, R. Diddy. I'm not, I'm R. not Diddy. comparing. Just that's the process of of how this was made on an actual producer standpoint. I'm not a musician. I'm not a beat maker. Rory those are different things, and those people are way more talented than me. But I was a producer on this, which I think people get fucked up, and I think hip hop kind of changed that term. Mm-hmm. There's beat makers and there's producers. Yeah. And then there's both. Mm-hmm. You get a Just Blaze. Just Blaze is a beat maker and, and a producer. producer yeah. But Blaze. there's also people that just make amazing beats, mm-hmm. send it to the artist, and the artist will produce a lot of that. Yeah. And then there's producers that don't touch an MPC, don't touch the keys, don't mm-hmm. touch anything, but they know how to arrange everything. They know yeah. how they want things to sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was 100% in a huge collaborative process. Like, in no way was I sitting there with my fucking baton telling the orchestra to go like this, but... Baton. <laughs> it's not even what it's called. It's not that. Just to show y'all how, how, how ignorant I am. Count? I mean, I know how to keep a count. Okay. That's how I was keeping the count on the playbacks. One, two... No, no you're on the one, sir. <laughs> Turn your camera off. So you have... What if I was fucked up? Um, but yeah, no, very much arranging every record. Um, the Division interlude, I think, is the... The only record that was like given and that was just because we had went through like two or three division records that I still think we'll see the light of day, but that one just fits so well. And that's something 85 and Daniel had already. Mm -hmm. And it was, it just worked so well in the sequence and how I wanted to break up the different sounds on the album. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, I I could never say I have anything to do with that, that record, but it was an interlude. So I felt okay. What's what's something um, that you want? But writing people, wise, I was involved heavily as well. What's something that you want people to take away from this project? Like when they listen to this, what's something you want them to walk if they ne- <coughs> excuse me if they never listen to it again? What's something you want them to take away from listening to it? Their own interpretation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like a political answer. Whatever they want to take from it, I, there's so much emotion on that. Album, that's why I almost didn't answer Damaris's question correctly because I thought she was asking a different one. My contributions outside of the music, like that shit is my life. Like each song specifically has a theme for yeah. a reason. Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't just random records that were put together. Every last song fully has to do with the theme of I thought it'd be different. Yeah. It's my 20s. Yeah. Like, everything is a different emotion. Even down to Conway's verse just fell in that way. Like I felt how Conway has felt in that regard mm-hmm. and it ignorant in the cr- club. The entire project is pretty much my 20s is the best way to put it. I guess you've been working on this joint for, that's why I have no words for it. It's, it's so far <laughs> out of my fucking 
mind yeah. from when I was creating it. It's so tough. To, this, it's so tough to talk about it now. This is like I don't know how to to verbalize it the best way. It's it's what four years? No, but close. He started working on the album that he started working on. I feel like four years ago is not the no, album. No, it's not even yeah, the same. It's a no, but I'm but there's like four or five the versions process of it. Like but this, four this years started. Ago. This started. This was something that you wanted. You started doing at least four years ago. Yeah, the idea was when I was having DSPs reach out to me to do their playlisting when we were doing the sleeper pick shit, mm -hmm. and that turned into me thinking like, all right, I should do an, an original one where it would be more exclusive, like. This playlist is going to be actually new music that I was involved with, with artists that I like that are up and coming. Mm -hmm. And once I started on that, it started to form into an album. Mm -hmm. And I started to find even more of a passion within the studio mm -hmm. outside of me just being a fly on the wall right. that I was before. I said, fuck, this is an album. Yeah. This is not a playlist. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I saw what happened with Rap Caviar and that's none of my business, but I, I saw what happened when someone can start a playlist and lose creative control of it. Yeah. And it, it scared me when I was in the process of starting this journey. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, fuck it. I could just own my own album with the same exact concept Yeah, and make this a full project rather than a playlist. Well, now that you have a proof of concept, first one's done and you're going to go back into, I mean, I'm certain you're already preparing and writing and getting to the creative of the second one already. What do you want to do anything like differently or what are your goals? How have your goals shifted moving forward? Or if you even want to do this again? Oh no, I definitely do. Um, the most exciting part about it is I don't know. Yeah. I like I've, I've experimented a little bit since we turned in the mixes at least before we got it mastered. I have no idea where the next one's going to go. And I kind of love that process. In no way is it going to take the same amount of time because at least I'll have a proven concept because that was also tough going to artists that I have a relationship with. Like, yeah, pretty much everyone on here I have a relationship with. Yeah, Even explaining that to friends and family, Reddit, um, was weird. They're like, so what is it exactly? Yeah. Like, you're like, you want to produce something for me? Like, I, I'm confused what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. Now that there is a proven concept, that process will be a bit easier. But now I have to figure out what that sound looks like because I it can't sound like this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go take some shrooms, but and go why to, and go to the the woods of Montreal and why, try to figure out what the fuck I want to do with this next why one? Why do you feel like the next one can't sound like this one? The re the reason why I, I mean, like when I say that, I don't mean exactly like this, but I mean the vibe of this, right? So I. I think everybody in this room knows the type of music that you like. Mm. Uh, everybody who's ever listened to your sleeper picks knows the type of music that you like, that you play on a day to day, right? Outside of rap. So that's what you're known for. But even that, the original title was Bare Feet Volume 1. Yeah. You're known for Off the, the bare music. Yeah, for yes. sure. But it changed. I thought it'd be different out, outside of everything else in my life, which we obviously talked about with kids and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The album is different. It is. There's only one quote unquote barefoot song on here. I would say the other side featuring Fonte and Be My Fiasco is the only clean your fucking crib barefoot type of upbeat record. Maybe you could say I Want You is as well, but I found way more success and peace within some of the slower records. Like 
the BPMs on this, but I think this project are, are way lower than any barefoot shit is. So I think those. Are I went into this process music, trying to do all the up tempo shit that I love, and I was way more successful at the other stuff. So that's why I need to like figure out what to do with the next one. Do you think you need like a a theme? Like you said, this no. one encapsulates your your twenties, but no, there, there doesn't need to be like a singular through line. You can just kind of go off. Got to make it like a like Daddy's Daycare Volume Ooh. Volume One. Yeah, something like that. They like the, they can kind of put the baby to sleep too. <laughs> rain sounds. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Give them all. Like the a the other day, rain sounds is funny. Rain song. My daughter was listening to Baby Shark. Nice. As as all that's they're all about the Benjamins. Of course, of course. They, <laughs> that's that's legend, all it's the legendary yeah. shit. Multi plat, multi platinum. And I tried yes, to remix it to "You Are Being Brainwashed, Wash, 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 Wash." And oh god, my child's mother got so mad at me when I was singing that in her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You are being brainwashed, washed, washed, You're being washed. Program, gram, 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 gram. But yeah, I, I don't know what the next one's going to be, and I I think that's the beauty of it in a really corny way because this album helped me personally to get through other shit. Like I had something that I could attach myself to yeah. when I needed it the most, mm-hmm. and going into even a peaceful environment with my child and parenting. You still also need something else. So it may look different, but I still see this project or the second album rather being that for me. I just don't know what that's going to sound like. Yeah. I, it could be ayahuasca. It could be, <laughs> it could be shitty diapers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to spark it. Something is going to just go off for you and be like, that's it. Yeah. And that's the best way it should be. That's the way it's supposed to happen. I, the, the next album's not my fear. It's, my daughter's friend's parents and me having to hang out with them is my biggest fear. Yeah. The next album is not my No, that's the scary shit. That's, that's, <laughs> nah, that's figuring out shit. this next project is not it. It's who she's going to choose as friends and who are their parents. And I'm going to have to sit across from them in a living room going, yeah. It's like, what do you do? We're in, in for life now. Our <laughs> children are friends. So I have to fucking deal with you every yeah. fucking Saturday now. Yeah. Well, um, that's that- my fear. The album is uh is available now on your DSPs. Download that, stream that, buy that, play that. Um and stream leave us it. and leave us voicemails about how you feel about the album. Leave yeah. us voicemails. Let us know what your favorite songs are. Uh let us know what you were doing the first time you listened to the album. If you think uh, it's trash, let us know. If you think it's refreshing. Yeah, but if you know, think it, no, but th- cool. If you if think, you it's, think trash, it's trash, let call us it know. refreshing. No, but no. If you think it's trash, Tell us it's trash, but tell us why you think it's trash. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not mad at somebody saying something is trash. Oh, not at all. But tell me why you feel like it's trash. Like, tell me why you feel that way. Don't yeah, just say, yo, why. this shit trash and then hang up. Like, nah. <laughs> let's, let's have a deeper conversation, fam. That'd be hilarious. Why do you feel like this is trash? I'm still with, if you can talk to Pitchfork and whoever wants to review it, I would happily have a conversation with them afterwards. Yeah. But either that's, way. That's something that we could introduce, but I don't think the media outlets as far as print goes would do that. I think podcasters would. Oh, we just go straight to the writer. Fuck but I'm, no, I'm saying the writer. Publication. Like, all right, writer. Let's sit down and tell me why you think that way. I can get... I have a platform with a microphone. We can really talk about why you think it's trash. If we, if we want, I can get uh, a really well-known staff writer from Complex to come in. Someone that contributed to the list that we went over. Okay. I can have him come in. He would love to do that. But not if he likes it. <laughs> That's oh, not you good want him to, you just want I don't to want hate him it? to come in here and tell me yeah. he likes it. Who's yeah. to say he likes it? He hasn't heard it yet. 
Well, I'm I'm definitely gonna uh, stream this all all week, and um, you know, catch some vibes to it, man. And even though I, I have it in my phone, you think does that SoundCloud link still work? Oh, it you, does. You yeah. killed it. No, it's still it's still okay. So I mean, I've been listening to it, but I'm gonna download it, stream it. Uh, it's great music. It's great vibes, great energy on there, and, and it is refreshing. I know exactly what that person meant when they said it was refreshing. Do you think Biggs will listen to it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's his type of shit. Okay. That's his type. That's his type of music. Trust one hundred percent his type of shit. I haven't sent it to, but would you guys judge me if I sent it to Drake? No. No, I wouldn't judge you if you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nasty. I'll I, judge you. I would. I would. <laughs> I'll fucking judge you, and I'll hate you for it. Yo, yo, big, yo, big bro. No. Listen, no. Yo, Oh, no, I wouldn't Listen to his music, musical oh. selection. No, man. Oh. You can't call Drake. Left a verse on here for you. Yeah, yeah, trying to hop on this. You can't call nobody big bro that you don't have their Aren't personal Aren't you like the phone same number. age? What if I email it to Jay? You and not, have his personal phone number. I think that you can email it to Jay. Can't he, you can't you can't go to the phone. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can email it to him, but email I think would he would fuck with it. I, oh, think I mean, this 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 album. See, he's already heard enough. But that's he what, wouldn't tell this, you to fuck with it. This album, up. this this project is made for. It's a certain level of taste. I agree. I would appreciate it. Yeah. This 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 music is for the ones that, you know, you order a salad before you eat the meal. A lot of niggas going just want the steak and the potatoes to come out. Mm. It's yeah. like no, change. You know, clean your palate up a little bit. Get yeah. some greens in you. And the arugula, not the Caesar. No, 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 no. Yeah. Never the Caesar. <laughs> Never the Caesar. Never. All right, don't do that. No, we ain't eating <laughs> no Caesar salad. That's a ghetto don't salad. salad. Yeah, we ain't eating no salad. Caesar, Caesar salad is ghetto? ghetto? Eat a real damn no Caesar salad. salad. Get the arugula. Apples and walnuts. Yeah, get the <laughs> real shit. That nah, Caesar salad. I'm not letting y'all nah, slander Caesar salad, bro. See, that. No, it's not. Caesar salad is, because I eat it. Caesar salad is chicken nuggets, bro. It's not what? good. I love, and I love chicken nuggets. Same and I love shit. a good Caesar salad. Don't get me wrong. But ah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's why McDonald's is, serves the Caesar. Yeah, that's McDonald's. It was a shake salad. That's what you remember if you're old. That shit ain't it. But this 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 project is definitely for a certain. It's a certain. It's a certain level of taste. It's not kale per se. Kale, I think, is too highbrow of yeah. music. Yeah, where that you wouldn't understand it. Yeah, I think it's a good arugula. I was that's, say arugula. that's the rating gotta, I would put. You, you got to appreciate. It's, 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 it's for the ones that appreciate good music. Some like sun dried real, tomatoes, real yeah. instrumentation, real lyrics, real content. It's real emotions, real feeling of soul in the music. So it's for the Savion Blanc sippers, I just don't know if we can ever stay at the Mondrian again. By the way, why? I definitely fleeced us in that regard. Because that whole reason outro was a conversation reason I had outside of the Mondrian that we just then turned into a song. That's oh. that's free press. Yeah, they, they should. All right, then they should take they that. should take my fucking smoking fee off when I didn't smoke. <laughs> 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 Give Rory a smoking fee when he don't smoke. <laughs> that's hilarious. Wait, it was five hundred dollars. I was like, I don't. They said at for a while I thought they were talking about like a blunt or something. I was like, did I have anyone in my room that maybe smoked weed and maybe left it? Yeah. They said, oh no, we found cigarette butts in your room. I was like, all right, let me talk to that maid. Which room was it? Yeah. Cigarettes? Yes. Yeah, no, that's- Wait, was this on our last trip? Two trips ago. Damn. That's wild. Yeah. Cigarettes? So Mondrian, I've- Giving you some- Mondrian, we need 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 like two months- You're in a song now. We need two months of free rooms. Two months? Two months is crazy. Not consecutively, but like we just need like- yeah, we spent so Too much, much money free here. Stage, Not like, go yo. back to the fucking London. Fuck y'all. Well, listen, man, congrats once again on, on the beautiful family, the beautiful baby girl. Um, congratulations on a, a beautiful album. 
Thank you, man. A beautiful selection of music, a beautiful selection of instrumentation and lyrics, and just a great, great project that you very meticulously curated over the years and put together. And it's finally done. So I know that you're extremely happy about that because you are maniacal when it comes to just being a perfectionist and you want things to sound and look a certain way. So I know it took a lot for you to get to this point. And um, sleep easy knowing that you put together a great project yeah, and the people easy. are going to love it. The people are going to receive it well. Wham. Even though you take refreshing as a fucking knock. It's refreshing. not a knock. Refreshing it wasn't a knock. It, just, it was confusing. I was confused. It's, it's a refreshing project. So uh, everybody download that, stream that, support Rory and his project. Available now on all your DSPs. Are you going to uh, try to get some publishing since I put the new Rory Mall drop on the intro? Mm. Oh. Yeah, the lawyer's on the line now. I don't know. If you know I heard that. I was like, oh, yep, there we go. Yep. <laughs> he owe me a check, goddammit. Nah, man. Come you on. Know you know what's actually really cool about that? And, and we can't close, I promise. Uh, I got to give my cousin's son publishing on that song. Oh, like, nice. Yeah. He's, he's credited as a writer and has publishing on that record. That's fine. Because That's he Because he wrote New Rory Moore. That's his voice. That's his melody. That's hard. He did write it. That's him. <laughs> so yeah. That's right. fire. That's, That's fire. Shout out to Asher. Asher, you are... Asher, we might you need You can a new... sell your publishing at this point. We might need a new... We, we might need an older Asher drop now. Now that he's older... Oh, he's wordy. <laughs> <laughs> we might need Asher to give us like an older, a older new Rory and Maul drop now. It's going to be a very long drop. He's not yeah. going to shut up. Oh, man, he going to charge us now for sure. He's like, right, I'm, talk, to my, talk to my people. Right, I have right. a drop somewhere where uh, my cousin sent me after that said Rory where's my royalties yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have my to money. Find, I have to find that drop but that's dope so that cute. you gave him publishing on that that was fire yeah. that's cool well should we end with some questions yeah sure. alright well in the theme of the album and uh, growing and becoming a better person I took like some relationship questions here so okay let's, nice. let's jump in we have two that kind of pair well with each other to start with yo Rory and Ma. Damaris, Eden, Julian, was good. Uh, my name's Ant, and um, I'm from Des Moines, Iowa. So my question is, uh, so I'm a guy, and I always have female friends, and it's great, you know what I mean? Um, love having them around, uh, learn a lot from them, you know what I mean? And uh, but I'm kind of getting tired of it. You know, it can be a lot, it can be draining, and uh, I just would want my own girl you know for once like i'm putting attention and time to all this and that and you know you should their friendships you know friendships are important and everything but it would be nice to have my own girl you know where i'm putting all my time and effort and i'm kind of getting something back from it you know what i'm saying uh yeah how do y'all think i should go about that Aunt from Iowa or Ohio? Des Moines, Iowa. From Des Moines, Iowa. Aunt. Is he asking us how to get a girlfriend? Yeah. Well, he's yeah. saying all of his relationships with women, like, so all they, it sounds like what Aunt is, his problem is they're friend zoning him. Yeah. Like all of the girls are friend zoning gotcha. him. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I don't know. He might just have a bunch of female friends that he's just cool with and they didn't friend zone him. Or he might be smashing all of them. I don't know. It sounds like he wants to have a girlfriend or he's tired of just being the friend. He has to be intentional. Yeah. You have to let him know, like, listen, this dick work. <laughs> All right. Period. And I want somebody to suck it and sit on it every night. In a more healthy way, Ant. Please Maybe sure. with, because I'm sure some of these women that you're friends with, you may have liked before and <laughs> you didn't have the confidence to say, hey, I like you. And then you got put in the friend zone and now you're just. Now only. you're the only guy at brunch. Yeah. yeah. 
And then now, which I've been that guy. And now, but, and then they look at you to pay. I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a chick in this circle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the guy to pay. Yeah, equal equal opportunity. I'm one of the girls. Um, <laughs> and you have to be confident, which I know can be tough, but you have to be intentional. Say, hey, I'm interested in you, and more more than a friend. And what I'm really saying is what Maul is saying. Hey, I want to fuck, but say it in a nice way. I like you and I look at you more than a friend. I'm not sure if you feel the same way. If you don't, it's fine. Yo, nothing hurts more than being friend zoned by a girl that you really like. <sighs> Tough. That shit stings you a little bit. It does, yeah. That shit, I mean, that shit leave a, a ooh, the soul. You never fully recover from that. <laughs> Demaris brought up a good point, though. How many LOLs do you use once you hit that point? <laughs> Are you asking me now? None. <laughs> I want them to know I'm upset. <laughs> I ain't laughing at shit. Years ago, Two LOLs. But now, like, wait, nah, you no thought LOL. like I was, nah, we friends. Like, wait, we, you thought I liked you, LOL? You're like a brother. <laughs> nah, I don't do that no more. I'll be like, where are I? You like, use the LOL button way too much. Yeah, nah. Once nah. you realize you are a friend when you didn't. When I was young, I definitely did. But now I let them know, like, damn. Because like, girls, so. like, <laughs> girls be fake friends on him. Girls be fake friends on him. What does that mean? Sometimes they fake friends. I've done that. I've fake friends owned. Like a guy that was like trying to come on to me, I like kind of friends owned him to see like if he still wanted to be my friend. And if he didn't want to be my friend anymore, then like, no, now you're, I'm really never giving you. I remember one of my, one of my homegirls friends on me and she was, she said, she said, what? <laughs> she said, all right, I'll take you out the friend zone if you can answer this question. So I'm thinking like, I got mad answers. All right. <laughs> I'm like, I got mad. And she don't even know. She said. Chat ABT. GBT. She said, why you want to fuck me? Damn. I did not know what to say. Like anything I would have said in that moment was going to be like, all right, that's exactly why I'm not fucking you. Yeah. Yo, your ass dumb fat. Like, like what, what was I going to say? Like, I had nothing. There was nothing I could have said. Right. And it was a real question. She was like, why do you want to have sex with me? And I was like, because I like you. Because <laughs> I like, like that you. don't really land. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, what else? Right. I asked that question now, too. As like, as an adult woman, yeah. I asked that question. Like, why, why do you want to fuck me so bad? Like, and why? I, and I couldn't say because I heard yeah. that pussy was good. I couldn't say that. But what a shitty question. Is. How is that a shitty question? Because it's such a Because you, know you know why I want to fuck Girl, you. You look good. Weird Give me that ass. Question. No, but just because. They, now you're forcing me to try to be poetic about a regular thought. I want to fuck you because you look good. And yeah, we'll it. figure it out you from look there. good. And, and you can't look, say no, 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 that. No, you have to be you poetic. Like, you oh, I can feel your energy no, you in between us. No, you don't have to be poetic. And like, I, I can't subside from it like you have to try to make up fucking words astrology yeah no. you have to be poetic because when i look at your eyes i that. see the moon Te mm. yes you have to say bullshit Just like that tell the fucking truth why do you want to fuck nah nah don't it's do that bad don't that do that go fuck somebody else see that's what i'm saying Tonight, but, hey, tonight. You just prove that point Jay, exactly. Jay. You have to come up with some bullshit, yeah, and claim you want honesty. When I be like, I just want to no, fuck see, you. But this is the problem with y'all always saying that people can't tell the truth. Y'all want to be able to tell the truth, and the truth be shitty, and we just have to and still get what you want. No, whoa, 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 this whoa, is the what? like. If you're asking a man why do you want to fuck me, you've probably already entertained the idea, and I'm sure your answer is very similar to ours. Mm. I want to fuck you because you look good. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, don't no. don't make your eyebrows uh like my daughters. 
That's, uh, 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 that's not. No. You're like, why you be wanting to have sex? Don't try to crunch your eyebrows like that. Why you be wanting to have sex with the dude you have sex with? Mm. You said what? I said right. what? You heard Look, exactly yeah, what the fuck exactly. I Same you question said I just asked before. This whole room is soundproof. Look at all the rooms right now. She's like this. Like, why you make me talk to you like this, yo? Answer the question. Okay, now, what did you say, Ma? What did you say? Damaris, stop playing with me. What did you say? I'm asking you. Y'all the fuck up. Demaris, I'm going to say it one more okay. time and you better all have right. an answer. All right? buying time oh, I'm going right to raise now. up out of this seat. I'm telling you. <laughs> right buying now. time like a <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I know the buying time face <laughs> Why do you mm-hmm. want to have sex with the guys you want to have sex with? Because I think that he can fuck. That's why. Okay, that's so why what okay. I said. Like, but, 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 but if you said that to a guy, he'd be like, "Okay, cool, we're good." But if we said that to a woman, she'd be like, no. "We're dogs. They're pieces of we're, shit." No, not no. Always. And now not I'm at always. the podium explaining to five million viewers why I'm sorry. Not always. <laughs> not always because it should because she that shouldn't be. You shouldn't yes or no him the pussy off that question, but it leads you up to your follow up question. You want to fuck me because I look good? Okay. Or you want to? Or even like what I said, you want to fuck me because you think it's gonna be good? Okay. So if it is good, then what? You want to continue to fuck me, Have my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Have my child. You want to continue to fuck me. But wait, okay, so then when I say, wait, so then when- conversation. No, 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 no. So then when I say, well, are you looking for a relationship? Nah, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. But you want to fuck me because you think it's good. And if it is good, you're going to want to continue to fuck me. When did we talk about that part? No, but- Yeah, well, can we cross that bridge when we get there? No, no, Let's have sex. Let's have sex first. Let me find out if it's that good. If it's- Because it could be trash. It's good. I'm here telling you that it's fucking good. No, Hear the hypocrisy coming from her mouth? Yeah, hundred percent. She, said, she wants to fuck dude because he could probably fuck good. She's thinking, and now when she asks him, "Oh, were you looking for a relationship?" You wasn't looking for one. You just no, I, I no, I am. But I'm asking you, are you, you looking are. for a relationship? So we're on the same page. No, 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 no. Because I'm looking for a relationship. Are you? No. Okay. No, well, you're not looking for a relationship, but you want to fuck me because you think that it's gonna be good. So yeah. Yes. You're gonna want to continue to fuck yes. me, which means that you're gonna want to continue to fuck me while not giving me a relationship, and you're to not gonna want nobody else to fuck me. So you don't want to give me a relationship, but want my pussy, my pussy yeah. exclusive to be yours because I know it's good, and you about to find yo, out yo, that it's good. Yo, yo, fuck out of here. Say his name. Right. <laughs> Also, that call sounded, that nigga. That sounded so specific. Nah, call that nigga. You, you call that nigga. We're straying away from Ant explicitly said he wants a girlfriend. Yeah. So okay. let's go back right, to Ant real quick. Aunt. Sorry, he, Aunt. He, sorry about that, Ant. He wants a, off the he, Ant a said he wants a girlfriend. How do we get Ant? Because clearly he called because he has a group of friends. One of those girls is the girl he clearly wants to pursue. For sure. So he called because she he identified the one. He's, he's in the friend zone. How do we get Ant to... Get out and of this just spot. Be, just and be, just be, just be upfront. Just be, you know, straightforward. Like, yo, listen, I like you. I like you past a friend. Um, I think we get along great. I would love to be intimate with you. I would love to explore that part of our relationship, if that part of our relationship exists. Um, yeah, and that's it. You got to. And if not, just stop, aunt, stop aunt being a like, food nigga. I feel like you. I feel like you being a food nigga. Nah, you got aunt twisted. Des Moines, Iowa. Nah. He just said Plus everything, doing, everything, He literally just said I'm doing all there. this stuff For all these women But they're not my women And I'm not getting Anything in return Which means you doing All this shit And they going and fucking Somebody else and calling you And telling you Damn Ant's right, so looks, looks nah, like he I am fucked up I don't think I got Ant You don't even know Ant <laughs> Listen dude He sounds like a up. really sweet No he, he doesn't sound like He sounds like he's guy. in the friend zone And he can't get out Ant is family First of all That's fam um, He's on the album <laughs> He's in the credits So thank you Ant I think approaches Every single 
interaction with women as a potential relationship. And that's where I think Ant is fucking up. Mm. Every girl he sees that he thinks is pretty or cool, he looks as a potential relationship. And that's where everybody, not just men, fucks up everything. Mm. Sometimes chicks is just pretty and sometimes chicks is just cool. Not everything has to be a potential relationship. You have to dive, nosedive into every single friendship that you think could be a relationship. Just get to know people and see if it's for you. Yeah. He, it sounds like from this 57 second message, anytime he meets a chick that he thinks is pretty, he tries to be their friend mm-hmm. and it gets weird. In Ant's defense, as someone that does have a lot of girlfriends, you also know when you meet a girl off rip like but i'm you, off like the first link i could tell if this but is you're also a whore friendship. ant sounds like a wholesome that's, that's human not being. true that is julian is objectively a whore. not true reformed <laughs> whore like, whatever <laughs> you want to put no. it in. who is it objectively not true to you i don't have a kid Ooh, that doesn't make you that a doesn't whore. make you a whore i'm just saying i don't know i'm just gonna die in that hill okay we'll die on that hill i'm, I'm not i have a lot of girlfriends a whore. i have no that was it i have you a lot say of you're not a your parents a whore no hold on you can't <laughs> my say dad was a whore you can't say you're not a whore and then say i have a lot of girlfriends no but meaning friends that are purely platonic friends like yeah, i have like i have a group chat with like guys girl like it's a mixed bunch but you yeah. beat no okay no i would greer <laughs> you heard his voice we, no greer mm-hmm. greer is one of them you guys know how you guys were convinced that greer and i hooked up yeah no You've all I met mean, until I got to know her. I, I was, I was never person. convinced that you you hooked up with Greer. Well, they I were. Was, I looked at Greer and knew she wasn't your type. Until I got to know Greer <laughs> about maybe women you had brought around, I assumed. But then I got to know Greer and understood that she was an upstanding citizen. I was like, oh, she would never fuck Julian. Yeah. Wow. She <laughs> wow, has morals. Wow. She has standards. Well, we're good. We're yeah. great friends. <laughs> Sometimes that makes the, the, the greatest friends. Like, you're, yo, you're I would aunt. never... <laughs> But great friend. But I'm saying in Ant's defense, you can have a lot of girlfriends just to counter what Rory said. You, you Just because they're your friends doesn't mean at one point you wanted to fuck them. You can yeah. have those girlfriends, but you can also have a completely different romantic relationship with a woman. Absolutely. That Agreed, can be 100%. cool with those girls. But yeah. like you need to approach differently. You can't yeah. be but like. That's my advice to Ant. Ant is running into every single person that he meets that he finds pretty that it's a relationship. Sometimes you can just be friends with pretty chicks. And just be straightforward, man. Tell a girl that you like her and you want to pursue something deeper and more intimate than just a platonic friendship. Or go with Maul's initial advice and say, yo, I'm trying to fuck. That works too. <laughs> All right. Let's what do we got? Two. Who's next? All right. Well, we're going to do the girl version of this pretty much. Oh, Ready? yes. Demerit. I love giving women advice. Hey, y'all. What's up? My name is Deidre. Um, I live in Atlanta. So real fast. I feel like a lot of girls women, whoever, these days, just be going for bullshit. Like, and I feel like a lot of dudes are used to girls just going for the bullshit and being able to half-ass it and not really have to put in a lot of effort to get what they want from women. Period. I don't be going for the bullshit. I'm not here for it. I need nigga to come correct. I need pressure always. And I feel like I'm constantly kind of like being persecuted by niggas because I don't go for the bare minimum. Like, I would like, ooh, that was not shade. But I don't just want the bare minimum from niggas. So... You asking the wrong guy? I don't know. Like, the guy I'm dating now, we into it because I told him, like, he be so dry when I talk to him all the time. He's like, well, I don't know what to tell you. That's how I am. I'm like, okay, it would make me feel like you don't like me. And he's like, oh, you just always, you just ask for too much. And I'm like, damn, am I asking for too much? Asking you to be excited to talk to me? Am I asking for too much? Like, just wanting niggas to show that they like me i don't know let me know 
All right. Oh, this is an easy fix. I'm, I'm going to be the one to tell you. I'm not even going to like. Yeah, it's very I, I completely agree with you. A lot of women are accepting the bare minimum and it does make it harder for the rest of us. And they call us high maintenance and say that we're requiring too much. But let me tell you something. If God. he sounds dry when he's talking to you. And then when you tell him about it, his response was, well, that's just how I am. Or maybe he don't like you. He don't like They're you. They're dating. He doesn't like you. You've dated people you don't like before. No. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Sometimes it's that simple. Like, no, I haven't. Yeah, no. no. We would he never does, do that. He doesn't like you like that. You are a placeholder. And he is way, when he, when he finds the girl he really, really, really likes, she'll get that effort from him. You're just, he don't like being alone right now. What's her name? There. Deirdre? I think her name is Deirdre, uh, right? Yeah, Deirdre. Yeah. Deirdre is very simple. From Atlanta. That's that was Drea from Poor Minds. No. <laughs> Deirdre, Deirdre, it's very simple, Deirdre. All you gotta do is post a picture. Hi, Jerry. Random picture of just a guy sitting at a table with his arm mm. and his watch. Rolex. Show the rolly. I'll do That's it. it. I'll fucking do it. It ain't even she ain't even gotta be the one sitting across from the table. Just Google image it. of one of them pictures. He's gonna turn into Shakespeare. It, oh my God. <laughs> he like your eyes, your hair just flows in the wind. Like now this nigga gonna start saying everything to you. Just gotta shake him up a little bit and let him know that you're still in high demand out here that and guys will love to be with you. Uh I guess I'll ask why she likes him. Let's tie this into your question with Ant. When you would say, Why do you want to fuck me? Mm-hmm. Why does DJ even like this guy to begin with? If he's super dry, they're already dating. Like, sure. at what point did she say, I like this guy? Mm. I feel like there's some things she's not bringing up on why she likes this gentleman. Mm. Sure. I think there may be some materialistic items this man may have that she put up with the dryness. <laughs> and now she's getting to her breaking point because she can find another guy that has the same Range Rover and maybe has a few more jokes. We need to know if that man has a, does he have kids? What the fuck does that have to do what? with anything? Because a lot of his energy and shit could be going towards another relationship with his baby mother. True. How we just put a whole narrative together? A whole, right, yeah, a whole no, I'm just saying. I, I just need to know. You about to get him fucked but up? Let's no, 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 but why does she like him? Like, how could you? She could have a boyfriend. How that could has you a be kid? dating someone you find super dry? That's what's crazy to me. You yeah, must have liked him for something else. Yeah, he got money. Did he get? And super I know dry? I sound like mall now, where I think every girl just wants a guy with money. But every that's, girl does want a guy with that money. That sounds the like fuck? someone that you only like this gentleman. Because I know a lot of women who date broke men. I don't know why you don't. They don't man, want him though. They leave him. They leave him for a nigga with money. That's not true. Oh, then they stupid. You talking about stupid people? They exist. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> that that happens, right? You're stupid people in the you world. Leave right? All my exes alone because I was <laughs> I was very poor. No, I'm just saying. Like we know, stupid people exist. Like if you're actively just looking and dating broke people, what are you doing? We are looking for love. <laughs> mall, mall. That's not. No, you can't say that. If and you, you go out here and actively love at what age? You mean to tell me there's people out here that are on the dating scene that says, I want somebody that has there's nothing. Bro, no. yes. There's no Who? slider that's like income below 30,000. No, no, you no. Just, I'm not. You meet someone, you happen to fall in love, and then you find out. Yeah, but you don't fall in love before you realize like he can't take care of himself. But He's you know, falling in love, and now he's. Dry and has no conversation. And I'm not saying and you have never to be had a Did he get dry after you can't be out here or before y'all fuck? This is important. Well, oh, you know, or I after. cracked the cones. You see, somebody that she liked because he had money. That's what this is. Or that's not true. 100. That that that's a good. That could uh, be. It could be. Did y'all listen to that be. voicemail? He probably true. has money, he but has no personality. No conversation. No nothing. He has no personality. <laughs> he has no personality, but he has but money. He has a nice car. He's a nice house. Like whatever jewelry and all. They know shit that girls like. He probably has that that starter kit. For future reference, no person, y'all leave voicemail. Name one time that a girl liked a quiet kid. They, he was a school shooter at one point. Yeah. The only wow. other way this Whoa. works is Whoa. if he had money. If you date the quiet guy. Yeah. I 
like quiet men. No, you don't. No, you like quiet men that have personality. You don't. She's you like men not. that ain't gonna talk to other women quiet. You don't like a nigga that's gonna sit at the dinner table with you and not say nothing quiet. Ah, uh, yeah, true. You don't like that. You want well, to be quiet, quiet with the mother bitches. He's quiet. He can't flirt with the way. Yeah, don't be yeah. laughing at these bitches. Like you be quiet with them, but you talk to me. That's what you like. He's but what quiet. if bitches is funny? Bitches be funny. Wow. Oh, now women funny. Wow. See, that's man. the crazy thing. Y'all say women not funny, but when it comes nah, to laughing, when it comes to giggling with another bitch and you got a girlfriend, yeah. now women are fucking Chris nah, Rock. when you got a girlfriend, when you got a girlfriend, funny. other you women You said Chris funny. Rock wasn't funny. Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> you shit on that whole special. You're losing this argument. Yeah. <laughs> also, you should text him. That's true. Yeah, you should text him. You've personalized all these. Deirdre. Just post a picture of another dude's arm at a table. Best advice. I guarantee you so that. So your advice is to make the guy jealous? That's your advice? It always Deirdre, works. go find a nigga that really like you, and that's going to give you that He probably do really you. like her. Oh, we ain't even think about this. But her energy's a lot. What if Deirdre... <laughs> what if Deirdre... Just because she's not your type. We know she's black. Just she's because, type. I don't give a fuck about my type. I'm just saying, girl. like, the okay. voicemail, like, she was saying a lot. Like, yeah, maybe she had personality. Also, it also could be the opportunity to look inward and be like, maybe... Inward? I'm asking for... Too much. I'm creating a picture, a version of someone Look at that face. doesn't exist. It's very. I mean, you, you, you like you kind of like went like into a whole nother thing there. I don't think we have to go that deep. Into We're talking it. about Range Rovers and this guy. But I think no, no. I think that what it could be what a part that we <laughs> overlook is what if Deirdre is Deirdre. just not that interesting. Deirdre. Deirdre I, sounds very interesting. I'm oh, not she gonna does. lie to you. Off of a 30 second voicemail? It just sounds like she has personality. Enough to where when she's having a conversation, you'd want to have a conversation back with her. You could talk. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, what if she's just I'm not a little nitpicky to me. Yeah, like what if she's just not, <laughs> like you can only deal with that shit for like eight months. <laughs> All she asking is for a nigga to sound excited to talk to her and y'all are making her seem like she is asking. No, 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 no. I'm just saying we have to, we have to, we have to just turn over every stone. That's why I said, what if he has a, a baby mother? You know, some days he's just like depressed and he's not, he doesn't feel like talking. Wait, but we're adding elements. What's we're going on here? We have to. We can't just give a, we can't just think that this guy is just a piece of shit and doesn't like her. Like, no. Let's take away but the y'all thing. To think what that if he's just Louisiana. not excited to talk to Deirdre? He's pr- I just he's said not, that. That's what I said. I just he's said not excited that. to talk to you. Go find somebody that's excited to talk to you, Well, they are in Atlanta. You, he could be. Yeah. All right. Next what if he's bro. gay? No, no, no. We got it. He's no. gay. We're going to do one around more. the men. He's Deirdre, gay. Go find somebody that like you. We're going to do one more voicemail before this. pop the blue chew with the homies. Dart. That's Julian, play Deirdre, one send more. us another voicemail uh, in like two weeks. Giving us an update. Yeah, please. Let us know how it's going. Send me his Instagram and I'm going to let you know. Yo, send oh, me his Instagram. Send me his stuff with you, yo. You got to find your own boyfriend <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Text him back. You, been, you post send at least three voicemails Instagram? a Yeah, like what's wrong with you? You also got to stop inviting You just told a homie from New Orleans to call you. <laughs> You just told this other dude, yo, hit you up. Because, like, because yo, listen, this ain't your personal. All, like, you ain't vetting all, these calls to just meet niggas, all, right? Because Stop we're getting ripe on our. They're fucking asking. Voice they're asking for our opinions on things, and we don't have the backstory. So I'm like, listen, we answered this now, but if you want to come to me and give me the backstory, I'll give you. You more can call advice. in and leave a more detailed voice. Would come to me and, and give me a backstory. Go over it. <laughs> can we get to the next one, please? Yeah, the, we'll Fuck. we'll stay on uh, relationships. Last one. Hey guys, this is Tony from Biloxi. I'm 21 years old. Um, I've been talking to this girl that I met at this university that I'm going to. Um, we, we've been talking from October 2022 to like now. Damn. You know, and I made it very clear that I, I like her and stuff like that on a, like a romantic level. And she said she doesn't want to rush things and that's completely fine, you know. 
we're still talking and stuff like that. But what I want to get to is just like um, to not put her stuff out too much and to make (laughs) a long story short. um, I think she's really used to like people doing her dirty and I'm not that type of person. I've been doing right by her for the longest, not to like brag or anything, but that's just, it's just what I do is just, I, I genuinely care about this girl, but she's constantly like having doubts and just questioning like whether or not I'm going to screw her over or not. She's telling me, Oh, you know, it's okay. You know, you can just leave if you want to. I'm used to it. And like, that's not what I want to do. So basically what I'm asking is, is there some way I can like reassure her or is this just up to her to figure out? So she's, yeah. uh, she's reassuring you, Tony. She's going crazy at the <clears throat> university. She's telling you, you should leave because this is not going to work. Yeah. Hey, I hate to break that one to you. Another, That's when you learn with, with age. Yeah. And another thing, Tony, um, she sounds like she needs, uh, therapy. Therapy. She yeah. sounds like she's been through some, some things in a previous relationship. She has trust issues. Um, she's still not healed from, you know, previous relationships and things like that. Uh, so continue to, it sounds like y'all have a great, you know, dialogue with each other. You sound like y'all speak a lot about your feelings and things that are on your mind. Continue to do that. Um, but at some point I'm gonna be honest, you're going to just have to move on. Like you just got to start dating somebody else as much as you know, you like this girl. Uh, but there's more fishing. Clearly October until now is like what? Eight months, seven months. That's math. And I mean, how much slower is she trying to take things? And in college time, that's that's like yeah, yeah, ten, like year ten years, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you in college, man? Tony sounds like a good guy. Go. He sounds like a good guy from Biloxi. Twenty one, Biloxi, Biloxi, right? Sounds like a good guy, good, good, uh, good gentleman. He sounds like a gentleman, but um, he sounded defeated. I could tell yeah. by the pause. Got to get some dog in you, Tony. That, Tony, get some dog in you. Get some dog in you. And she's telling you something. Yeah, like you should leave. Is what yeah. she's saying. You should, and you should tell her that. You should be like, listen, I got this girl coming over tonight, so you should probably. No, Tony, don't that's, do that. Don't change who you know, Tony, are. Don't change who you Not in a sexual way, just like, yo, I have a female friend coming over. You know, we're going to kick it, watch Study. the TV. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she, she's taking things slow, the girl you're talking to. So it's like, all right, well, you know. He's what not mean? taking their dating. He's just saying she thinks it's all going to come to a crashing end because that's what she's doing. No, she, he also said that, that she's been, she, she wants to take things slow. That's what he said. And I'm like, October to now, you've been dating. You want to take things slow. I want to know: Did they even have sex yet? That yes. How are you answering it like that? You, you don't know. This is why I asked for the back. It's almost been a year. That a location he said was that Bible Belt, Biloxi, Bible. close. Yeah, what's yeah. that Mississippi? Where's Biloxi? Mississippi. Yeah, they could be good Christians. Oh yeah, they're not having sex. <laughs> there could be a lot of DeSantis votes over there. They may not yeah. want to have sex this early. No, he wanted Tony want to hit. Well, based no, on how Tony wants to love, based I think on how she wants to done, hit other people. Sounds like she's been having sex. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but not with Tony. Tony yeah. sounds yeah. like he ain't getting none. Tony guy, I know the tone. I know the yeah, influx in the voice. The tone ain't Tony's not working. He sound like he just. In the, he sound like he. He said that voicemail while he was in bed looking at the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, we love you. Um, no, we don't. A, oh, I, I don't know Tony that, like that. Don't do that. Yeah. Have a conversation with her. Don't do that to Tony, man. I don't know him. He's family. Have a conversation with her, and if you don't feel like things are going to change, and you're tired of it, and you want more, then you leave. Word. You know that you're a good guy. Don't stop being a good guy because you got with a girl. Man, Tony, not yeah, bring a guys. bring another girl around that look better than her. Watch how fast Shorty start moving. <laughs> Watch how quickly things progress in your He's not wrong, man. Maris, do you have friends that 
have gone through that. Like they've been done over poorly and they, you like the guy that's now in their life, but they don't feel it. Have you had someone like that? Or like yes. Yeah. I've been also been the girl. Yeah. How's that worked out? It's, I mean, well at 21, it didn't work out pretty well. Uh, as the adults, it's kind of like, okay guys, like y'all are, you need to heal because we can afford therapy now. But at 21, it's just like, 21. At 21, have you even 20, really been 21. done dirty? You think 21. you've been done dirty. You haven't been done dirty. Yet. That's what I was about to say. Like, how much outside yeah, of like, uh, family life, how boo-hoo. much in relationships can you get done dirty at 21? Yeah. Yeah, that one at 16 hit you hard. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. You're supposed to go to the prom. Saying, we didn't hold hands in social studies. Yeah. So, <laughs> Tony, you're going to be okay. I know it, it doesn't Tony, seem man. that way at 21, but you are going to be fine. Yeah, Tony, She's you're going to forget about fine. this girl in a year from now. Wow. You're going to look back and like, I can't believe I thought that was my wife. Yeah. It'd be like but that. If you slide to uh, Georgia, you can meet uh, Deidre in Atlanta. And maybe oh. Deidre is way too old for Tony, baby. Uh, we don't know that. Uh, maybe she likes him young. Deidre might be like yeah, 25, 26. Female cougar. 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. 21. Anyways. Let's wrap up. Uh, thank y'all for leaving these voicemails, man. These are very fun and entertaining. Uh, I, I would ask that you um, just give us a little more um, detail detail into yeah. if you're sending relationship advice. Let us know, if, uh, you know, what's the situation? Is this person somebody you're already intimate with? Like, uh, you have kids? Like, something. Just give us a little more detail so we can correctly assess these uh, voicemails Please. and answer in a more productive, I guess, progressive manner. I don't know. But either way, this is fun. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, man. So what you got going on for the rest of the week? Nothing. We're out of here. Yo, yeah. listen, man. We love y'all. <laughs> love it. We appreciate Thank y'all. You. Download Rory's album now. Rory, Big give facts. up the title, please. Yeah. I thought it'd be different. I thought it'd be yeah. different. I thought we would end this Woo. episode differently, but we're not. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. We love you. We out. Peace. No, Rory, I'm not.